Welcome to the Chick Foley Show. What is up, Holy Fam? We are back with your Backlash preview. Uh, we're going to be talking about all the matches going down this Saturday night in Puerto Rico and then diving into a supersized mailbag. Uh, a little peek behind the, the production curtain. Me and Sheena actually recorded a 45-minute podcast on Saturday night, but unfortunately, only about 14 minutes of it made it to tape. So yeah. uh, we're going to go back. You know, you guys did such a good job filling the mailbag for us on Saturday that uh, we'll go back and re-answer those questions along with uh, Jordan and Marco being able to get their takes in. But before we go any further, let me introduce the stars of the show. Sheena, how you doing? I'm doing good. Feels good to be back. I'm I was so bummed. We, you know, we posted it and everything. We had no idea that anything was wrong with the with the podcast. And then our good buddy Sambro came in came in hot, and he was like, um, "He's like, is anybody else's feed drop out at about fourteen minutes?" And I went immediately and checked it, and sure enough, it's lost to the cutting room floor, dude. Yeah, we've been pretty it, it, stuff like that happens. You know, any any other podcasters that's not there, or really any type of digital creator knows that every once in a while the technical difficulties are just going to get you. We've been relatively fortunate though; it's only been. In the three years I've been doing the show, it's really been a handful of really yeah. difficult stuff. Uh, Marco, what's going on up in Boston, man? Nothing much, man. It's, it's uh, obviously it's playoff season around here. Um, got some, get, get some, get some dogs in the fight, as they like to say. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, if you guys must know, I am. You know, the the draft did happen, but uh, you know, I'm still I'm still a free agent technically. Uh, I'm pulling <laughs> between the uh, the tavern and the the Chick Fil A show. <laughs> So I'm like Brock Lesnar. I go nice. wherever I want to. That's how. That, that's who I am. No, but uh, now I'm doing good. <laughs> are you? Uh, you guys getting nervous about the Celtics at all? Man, I don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, I was actually reading an article earlier about how fans are starting to think the uh, Garden is cursed because <laughs> of the uh, the losses that happened there, like critical moments, but. Um, I mean, it's still early. We'll, we'll see. See what happens. What do you? What, what are your thoughts on uh, on on the? Uh, I was going to ask Sheena who was picking to go to the NBA finals. Oh, yeah. Now that we're yes. into the second round, what's that, Sheena? Well, I was I was obviously pulling for the uh, the Grizzlies, and then you know they got oh, put out. So yeah. I, at, at this at this point, I have uh, no dog in the fight, and I actually don't even know. No, who we want a prediction. Give us who's going to the finals at the Eastern or Western Conference. So Lakers. Out of the Western Conference. Okay, you know they were playing the Grizzlies. Yeah. I want to hear who you come out of the East. The Eastern, uh, I mean, it's got to be the Celtics, right? Okay, so the <laughs> team we just discussed and the team that she knows played the Grizzlies. Yeah. Not, not a horrible pick. Celtics are looking a little shaky, though. Yeah. And the biggest sports fan I know, Jordan, what's going on out in the Midwest, man? Oh, you know, just uh, watching every bit of sports I can until summer hits and then all that's on is baseball. And as much as I like baseball, it's just – it becomes a long summer, man, and usually the Cubs are out of it by July, so it's usually not very much fun for me. So, yeah, just That's just good, though. you know, me, me, you should just get out on those mean Nebraska streets, get outside a little bit, get out in nature, walk go. the cornfields a little bit. Oh, you yeah. know, I mean, you don't the, have to be inside. You don't have to be inside watching sports. Oh yeah, the doors and the top are coming off the Jeep probably within the next week. So uh, <laughs> we'll we'll get some uh, quality uh, time out in the cornfields here pretty soon. 
Well, don't worry. What you're losing in sports uh, content, you're actually getting picked up. Uh, AEW added a new Saturday show, so you have something else that you can there's, you can watch. There's zero uh, chance I'm know? watching that. We've spoke about <laughs> my my talk of uh, weekly television on Friday and Saturday nights. I'll give that a hard pass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Sheena, let the listeners know what's new on the farm. Um, so I can't remember where we left off. I have, I said some stuff on this past show, but, um, no, we didn't do what's new on the forum. We did it. No. Okay. Um, it was a quickie. So, um, based on the last episode, I think we had just integrated all the chickens. So I think all, all of our chickens are finally in one coop, you know, which is really, it's, it sounds kind of lame and not important, but when you're going up closing up the chickens at the end of the night and you're going and opening them up at the beginning of the day, like not having to go to three separate stops is a uh, is a game changer. Just having one coop and one run where everybody's in there, so all ages are mingling up in the up in the chicken coop. Yeah, it's a beautiful sight. Uh, seeing them all out there frolicking and stuff. Do you got to add another chapter to the? You know, Jordan is cursed. Jordan is bad luck uh, story. So he uh, very very kind, very generous. He bought a John Morant shirt for our son Brett. You know, he's yeah. a huge Grizzlies John Morant fan. So this shirt. It ended up getting lost in the mail, delayed by what about two and a half weeks, right, Jordan? Like it, it took an incredibly long time for this this shirt to get here, and literally the exact day that it was delivered was the day that the Grizzlies were eliminated by the Lakers yeah. for the playoffs. Like you can't make this stuff up, man. I know. Yeah, I'm, d- I'm done doing <laughs> nice things amused. for you guys. <laughs> I'm done coming there I'm just and I'm saying, done doing dude. nice things. If this is the way I, I get it. treated for doing nice things for your kid, well, <laughs> fuck you. I don't need to do anything nice for you guys anymore. Think, Just think about the chain of events that had to happen mm-hmm. for that shirt to show up on that date yeah. of all dates. And they get smoked by 40. Yeah, so, def- I don't know. Maybe def- we just if it makes you feel any better, Brett really loved his shirt. He did he was, love his he shirt. He was super. He was super excited that uh, Uncle Jordan sent him sent him a package in the mail. So. We went to the uh, we went to it. we went to the world's biggest bounce house on Saturday morning, yeah. and even though the Grizzlies got rocked the night before, he was rocking it proudly uh, all over the place, man. Yeah. So yeah, thanks, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Want to remind you guys: use code Chick Foley to save ten percent on all your figure purchases at Ringside Collectibles. A bunch of great stuff went up for pre-order this week. Sheena, remind the listeners where they can find you guys on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Chick Foley. Marco running the Twitter machine at Chick Foley Show. Join all of our Foley fam over on the Facebook group at ChickFoley.com. And be sure to follow all of our Pod Foundation brethren at Pod Foundation on Instagram. There's links to all of their accounts, and you'll hear from them throughout the show. Yeah, Turnbuckle Tavern, Extra Cooler Show, and Coming Down the Aisle. That's the ones to... Uh, to check out. Um, I want to remind you guys to sign up for the Foley Picks League. The people that are already in the Foley fam or, or new members join in the next couple of days. It is by far the most fun way to just make every single show interesting. It's, you know, it's going to end up lasting four or five months, seeing who really can make the best predictions on these. And you'll get a chance to, to knock Sheen off her perch as the, uh, the defending champ. Or you can just come in there and let me whoop that ass again, fellas. <laughs> Cricket, cricket. Should have the cricket sound effect <laughs> on, the, uh, on the uh, soundboard. Whatever. I'm sorry that I just stomped on all of your Bully Picks League dreams, all of you guys. I'm the I'm the only one out of us that has a has a title. I'm That's right. true. So. She's the only the only show member who has won the championship. Cannot deny. All right, let's get into backlash. Uh, before we dive into all the matches, let's talk about the draft. I want to hear Jordan. You know, we we already were texting back and forth a little bit. Here, here's your chance, dude. Tell us why the WWE draft sucks. <laughs> dude, 
I actually like gave in and was given this a chance this year because Triple H is in charge. My God, what an absolutely fucking worthless draft again. D- just scrap yeah. it. There is no point to this at all anymore. It literally did nothing for anyone. Like the bloodline's still all together. I mean, there, there's just literally no point to this anymore. Just scrap it. I don't think any tag teams or factions got broke up. Judgment Day all mm-hmm. stayed together. Yeah. Uh, you know, they thought this might be a clean way to just split off Montez Ford from the Street Profits. Yeah, it was It was really a non-event. We know why they do it. It got huge numbers. It actually was competitive with the NFL draft uh, last Friday night on SmackDown. But, yeah, I, I'm not a fan, dude. I wish they would make it like a legit draft and just make it just the NXT wrestlers, right? Like, they can go down and, you know, once a year – you know, Raw and SmackDown, whoever these imaginary GMs are, can can divvy up the talent that's on the way up in NXT. And, you know, that would just be something cool to add to the top prospects in NXT. Like, you know, if Braun Breaker came out and, you know, hey, when he does get called up, he's going to be on Raw. Mm. Like, something like that could be kind of cool. But, yeah, I, I'm totally over the draft. The thing is, dude, who's even making these picks? Like, we don't yeah. even have any, like, GMs or whatever. Like, who who is deciding who goes on what show? It was, you didn't see. It was like, it was like Road Dog, RVD. Uh, Teddy Long. I mean, they were they were the ones announcing, <laughs> but who who was the one who was the one jotting the the pick down on the card for sending these jokers out there? You know. Yeah, where where was the war room camera? That's what yeah. I wanted yeah, to see. With all the you know the people with the pens and mm-hmm. pieces of paper just flying around everywhere. Yeah, it was it was weird, and I feel like for the most part, things really kind of stayed the same. Like we didn't see you know Roman's mostly been on SmackDown, Seth's mostly been on Raw. Like mm-hmm. it just it Raw. didn't shake stuff up. Yeah. Like we uh, like we thought it would, but either way, it's a big deal. I you know it's we'll probably I, have a superstar shakeup in the next couple months. Yeah, That's, it's it's not going anywhere, but it uh yeah. you know I I hope that maybe they can they can make some changes to it for the next year. It almost felt like they like the mandate came down like you guys will have a draft, and then they just kind of made the best of it. Mm. Well, it's a good. Way I wouldn't. To I won't it. be mad if I never see a WWE draft ever again. <laughs> All right, let's get into backlash. So our first match for the I'm not even sure which championship it is now. It's I don't know if she's going to be defending the Raw or the SmackDown cuz I you know, I assume her and Bianca are going to swap at some point, but Rhea Ripley will be defending a Women's Championship against Zelina Vega. Well, didn't Rhea get drafted to SmackDown? She was already the SmackDown Women's Champion, so I'm assuming it's going to be the SmackDown Women's Championship. I thought Rhea went to Raw. She didn't. No, I she got drafted the... to Raw. Oh, whoops. Bianca oh. got yeah, drafted. They put, they put Bianca, Bianca on SmackDown. Bianca's on SmackDown now. Oh. Yeah, they, they're doing the swap like we See? saw with Charlotte. and. Uh, See, that, that tells you how much I cared about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I just don't see any world in which Zelina Vega is going to be able to take out Mommy. You know, yeah. I, I think it's just... It's it's too big of a mountain to climb. I no no shade to Zelina Vega. I'm sure it's going to be a good match, but yeah, mommy's coming out victorious. In yeah, this, this, this if this is anything more than a glorified squash, I think it's a huge fail. Mm-hmm. Anybody picking Zelina Vega to pull off the upset? No, of course. All right, up up next <laughs> we got the uh, the six man tag, the Bloodline going up against Matt Riddle, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens. Hmm. It's going to be a good match. I mean, there's no way that this isn't just going to be like a, a, an awesome spot fest. Um, Mr. Jordan will be happy. Mr. Workrate. I think um, 
Will I, I think he hates the bloodline though. Will I though? I just don't like anything about <laughs> you're, this. You're, match you're gonna, you're gonna be you're gonna be you're gonna be pissed when the uh, when the bloodline comes out victorious. But no, I don't care that, about I think that. You enjoy like, dude, we're putting KO and Sami Zayn had arguably the biggest tag team win in WrestleMania history, and they're in a six man tag match at the next pay per view. Like, I don't know. Doesn't really stress that you're putting any uh, real heat behind the tag division, <laughs> but. Yeah, I guess. Well, the vibe I'm getting behind this whole show is like glorified house show, man. Yeah, yeah I think this is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is going to be a little bit closer to like the Saudi shows than what we typically mm. see yep. um, out of a pay-per-view. You know, we got Cody and Brock who we saw. Did we ever get an explanation for why Brock attacked Cody? Because Brock likes no one. That's Brock the explanation. Brock Brock well, that's that's his um, reasons. That's his M.O. After, after every WrestleMania, he always attacks somebody. If you go back to every yeah. pretty much WrestleMania, he gets, really, he gets really he gets really worked up. Yeah. after WrestleMania, and just wants to start throwing bows. Did at to John Cena? Did yeah. It, yeah, he keeps on. He does. He literally. He's a guy that shows up after WrestleMania and beats people up. So that's his mo. <laughs> that's all you need to know. I do think it's a good. I do think it's a good sign for business that we haven't seen Roman get injected into this yet. If you guys remember Backlash last year, the main event was supposed to be. Um, the Usos against RK Bro, and because ticket sales were were lagging, they added Roman Reigns mm-hmm. and yeah, and Drew McIntyre to the match to give it a boost. So you well, know, you know, this is going to be a big show. I mean, the San fact Juan. that WWE is going to Puerto Rico, you know what I mean? It's like it's yeah. it's going to be a big show. Yeah, people Roman. are going to go see this. Yeah, I think yeah. it's the first time since New Year's Revolution, like 2007. Yeah, so am I? Was there any other Puerto Rican pay per views back in the ruthless aggression era, guys? Not that I. Recall. Couldn't tell you. No. Yeah, I think that was it. I think they did like a taboo Tuesday in maybe two thousand five and then uh and then yeah, I think this I think New Year's Revolution was the last one. So Yeah, this is uh I, yeah, this match should should be pretty good. The, you know, Bloodline's kind of low key in a slump, man. Everybody besides Roman mm-hmm. has kind of been been taking it on the chin the uh, the last few weeks. What's your guys' prediction here? Do you guys see the baby faces going over or we'll see the bloodline get back on track? I f- I have a feeling they lose. And it, and it feels more uh, speculation about uh, the Usos and uh, their what, – what did uh, Paul Heyman call it? You know, the island of relevancy or the ocean of yeah. obscurity, if they're going to be <laughs> on, on that. Yeah, I think they lose um, just to no, further that story. I think they – no, I think they win, dude. They got solo. I think it's. I think they're gonna win, and Roman's still not gonna come around. I think maybe that'll mm. be what you know. Feel they'll be like, oh, we went out there and won, and you still don't give us the respect, you know. So yes, maybe mm. that's uh, the I, angle they go with. Yeah, I also see the. Uh, I see one of them getting pinned, not solo, and then Roman coming out and going, "Solo didn't lose the match. You guys lost the match." Like he'll do that type of thing. So yeah, I mean that's how that's how I see. There's something something going on where it's going to be like a tag team match at some point between the Usos and Solo and Roman down the line. Maybe I can see Smackdown. that at SummerSlam, man. If they, oh, SummerSlam. It seems like they're pretty committed to kind of slow rolling the next the next Roman Reigns title contender. So yeah. yeah, I could totally see that being one of the headline yeah, they matches. They literally created a new belt just to keep Roman from having to fight for his. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, so another match that kind of uh, leads into the glorified house show feel, Seth Rollins versus Omos. Oh, now, my God. if this wasn't already, you know, house showy enough, they didn't even build this match on Monday night. No. You know, Seth was all over TV, and there was not one mention of him having a match with Omos. Yeah. Nope. Uh, he went ahead this, and skipped over and talked about Night of Champions. Yeah. yeah <laughs> to me, this feels like just a, a warm-up match to give Seth one last little boost before we start this uh 
I'm assuming tournament, right? Did they even say, is it going to be a tournament for the new belt? Or have they said what format we're using to crown the champ? They didn't say. They just He just said he was going to be yeah. winning the title that night. So who I'm knows? assuming we're getting a tournament. Uh, that, that would make the most sense for like a Knight of Champions type deal. Because they remember that was originally going to be um, King and Queen of the Ring was originally the name of that pay-per-view yeah. before they pivoted to Knight of Champions. Yeah. I, I think Seth wins this one. With, you oh, know, yeah. just, I, it should be a fun match, though. I know, but so what are, I mean, granted, I don't care about Omos. You know, he doesn't. You're not he, an Omos sapien? No, he does nothing for me. Um, I think it is impressive how, you know, his size, but at the same time, like, I just, I, I'm not here for him. So what are they going to, like, but it feels like the company is behind him. So if he loses, I mean, what, I mean, he's lost every time he's fought, dude. Yeah, we could get some sort of schmoz out of this. You're right. It, he did, that would be two straight high profile losses for him. Um, you know, Maybe he he starts his to to initiate the prophecy of being the new Big Show and loses because of something MVP did and turns babyface after the match. You know, the first of twenty five heel and babyface turns over mm-hmm. over the course of his career. Um, I, I could see this one just getting schmozzy too, man. Like yeah. you know, I, I could totally see just a non finish on this one because they don't want Omos to take the L. But uh, I don't know I, if I'm. If I'm booking it, Seth's getting the big curb stomp and beating Omos. And yeah. yeah, you know they could have Omos' best match ever, dude. I think everybody was pretty much was any was anybody not let down by Omos and Brock at WrestleMania? Was anybody was not let down? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was a garbage. Yeah, match. I thought it was going to be more of a spectacle. We're yeah. going to get some more big spots. You know, maybe Seth can just drag this guy to uh, a really good match. You know, have some fun spots. Let Omos get his shine on, and then you know. You could always end up catching a curb stomp out of nowhere and, and save face, even if you uh, take the L. Anybody picking Omos to get the win? Nope. No. Negative. All right. It's looking like a pretty predictable show so far, at least the way we're calling it. Up next, I could see some action happening here. Even though, you know, he's still my boy, he's definitely cooling off a little bit. We got the triple threat match for the United States Championship. Austin Theory defending against Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed. Mm. Bronson Reed's been on a heater the last few weeks, yeah. man. So where do you guys see this one going? I think Austin Theory's still going to win this one, dude. Yeah. I think it's uh, I mean, it's just going to only serve to boost him. I mean, beating these two giant behemoths. He was a first-round draft pick. He, did, he got drafted before Seth Rollins, so the company is still really high on mm-hmm. him. On, on Monday night, he was SmackDown's first pick. But that could have been just because he's got the championship belt right now. But I think Bronson Reed's going to take it, man. I think Austin Theory's going to lose and go off and do something else. You know, get his re- rebuild 3.0 going. Mm. Mm. So you think Bronson Reed's going to go to SmackDown instead of being on Raw? Yeah, I mean, you could always shake up the titles. I think Gunther is due to drop that intercontinental. You know, Gunther's going to Raw. I think somewhere or another, he's going to be dropping that intercontinental championship here pretty soon. Um mm. And and going and getting elevated up to the world title picture since he's going to be on Raw with that new world championship. So I could see him end up keeping the you know one way or another keeping the U.S. belt on Raw and moving the IC title over to SmackDown. Mm. Yeah, this I, I could see Bronson winning. I just don't think it happens here. I think Theory ends up beating Bobby Lashley after Bronson Reed hits his finisher or something yeah. on Lashley. Just kind of a, a heel move. Austin Theory gets the pin off of that. I don't know. Dude, yeah, this they, show. They, yeah. Like, like Seth said, this is definitely a glorified house show. I just, yeah, there, there's not a whole lot to be excited about for this show. 
See, I disagree. Now, I think it is a glorified house show, but all these matches look really, yeah, really good. Fun, I'm right? excited yeah. for the matches. I just don't think I don't think we're going to have any big title shakeups or any yeah. big things that happen that are just like going to be like, oh my gosh, like groundbreaking. Okay, everything I'll, I'll besides of, Rhea Ripley and Zelina Vega, I'm going to be pumped when when the match gets to it. You're excited for Rollins and Omos. Outside of Rollins being your boy, what is there to be excited about in that match? We've never seen him curb stomp someone that big, dude. True. We have no idea what's going to happen. I don't. I don't know how, how, who's going to win, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have no idea what they're going to do for the it's, finish of this match. And yeah, that match and is yeah, Seth is hotter than he's ever been, at least since 2019, man. If it's Seth too- Rollins loses to Omos, you can stop talking about him winning a world title because he's going to be winning the U.S. title at best. Like, yeah, he's, he's definitely <laughs> he, he is not losing to Omos. No, he stop. isn't. No, see, I, I, I look at I look at this pay per view as kind of like a like roadblock remember that like the roadblock yep. 2016 when it was like what the hell is this yeah. but then when you watch it you're like holy crap there's some fucking really good matches on this like that's what i that's what i'm expecting out of it anyway it's kind of like a roadblock yeah like i said show uh, yeah i mean this next match we're gonna discuss dude i think it could low-key end up being one of the women's matches of the year if they give them time and mm. let them go out and do their thing bianca belair versus eo sky yeah like, that's yeah. gonna be incredible man i still think eo's one of the best women's wrestlers in the world yeah, mm-hmm. I'm still pulling for. I, I still think Bianca is gonna come away with the title on that one. I think uh, I do too, but I think it's gonna be an impressive showing. You don't you sure. don't think that match is gonna slap Jordan? I mean, yeah, it's gonna be fine. But we just said exactly what what the problem is, dude. Nobody is losing their title at this show. Like it's just not happening. This is just throwing Puerto Rico a bone to give him a pay per view. Like I don't. This show just seems pointless to me. I, I'm sorry. The, I get it. Like it, it'll, it'll still be good. I'm not saying it's gonna be horrible. It just, I don't know. There's just no point to it outside of Bad Bunny. Like I know that's why they're doing this show. I mean, how is it? I don't know. How, how do you think it's pointless? We got three championship matches on here. We're gonna see the latest chapter in the Bloodline drama. I, I don't think it's pointless, man. I think it. Now, you're, is it the, you know, the end all be all? Like the most stakes we've ever seen on a show? No, but I still think it's gonna be a damn fun night of wrestling. I agree. Okay. You don't sound convinced. I'm not convinced, dude. This show is just not good to to me. I just, I don't think it's good. It's just a thrown together show. It it is exactly a house show. Well, you know what? Uh, How many times have we, have we been down on a WWE show and then it freaking delivers, dude? I'm not saying it won't deliver. I'm just come back and we're like, oh my gosh, like that was so awesome. I'll tell you what, if, if all the champions drop their belt, I'll come and eat it next week. If any of them lose their belt, I'll come and eat it next week. If Omos beats Seth Rollins, I'll go sit. Uh, I'll go sit front row at the next Raw, and I'll put up a sign that says Seth Rollins is a bum. Like, dude, come on, guys. You guys are not. <laughs> I want serious. you to have a sign that says. I want you to have a sign that says I'm a Homo Sapien. Yes. You guys are yeah. not serious right now. Like, dude, this is not. I think it's going to be a fun show. I always get excited for the pay-per-views, dude. You know me, dude. When have I ever not been excited to watch a pay-per-view? You're exactly right. But I guarantee you, if this was a different company putting out this show, you guys would have a different tune. It's just because it's WWE. That's the only reason you guys well, are excited. I, think, I have I think bought the- every single AEW pay-per-view they have ever put on. Dude. Same Shout hair. out the money. Yeah. We've sat down for the five hours, dude. So and we no, have I've complained, too. I'm just saying there, there's a there's a way to complain about both. This is not also, a good there, there's a difference. There's a difference when you're, one, shelling out $50 for a pay-per-view. Two, it's only one of four shows of the year. So, yeah, you expect a little bit more out of that than you do, like, a secondary pay-per-view, like, 
backlash. I'm just saying, dude, this, this could be like Peacock. a shotgun Saturday night, and I'd be like, all right, man, that makes perfect sense. Like, it, I don't know. It's just. You're right. But I, I'll tell you this backlash has definitely taken a fall from grace. It seems like it started in 2018, that year when the main event was Roman versus Samoa Joe. Um, you know, I think Seth Rollins and Miz was the only decent match on that. Backlash used to low key be like the number one B show of the year. Yeah. It was basically the sequel to WrestleMania, yeah. man, back in the Attitude Era and even during the Ruthless Aggression Era. Like Backlash was like you'd have some rematches and then you'd have like, you know, the first the round of all, from... all the new storylines mm-hmm. that kicked off like on the Raw after Mania. So I'll give Jordan that, dude. Backlash used to be super meaningful and a banger of a show, but kind of is what it is now, man. I, I can accept it. I just, I just want you to know, Jordan, that I am going to be saying I told you so on Saturday night when you got tears streaming down your face as a, a bloody bad bunny reigns supreme and yeah. pins Damian <laughs> Priest, man, after a hell of a well, San Juan you, you'll have fight. To, I'll have to have those tears run down my face Sunday morning because we got stuff to going on this Saturday. So, unfortunately, I will what not be watching is, live. You are not, you're not watching Backlash live? No. Dude, I'll, I'll get the updates from you, and you can tell me what I need to watch and what I don't oh need to watch. Gosh. I mean, dude. So you can stream it on your hey, phone, wherever I you're mean, at, dude. I mean, Raw is on the next night. We're just going to run all this back the next night other than Bad Bunny and uh, Damian Priest anyway. So I'll get to see it again. Don't you worry. Can, you can stream it on your phone, wherever <sighs> you're at, dude. There's no excuse. You're going to watch this show live. You're right. I could. I'm not going to, but I could. Where are you, where are you going, Jordan? Now I'm curious. It's graduation season. We got two graduations on Saturday. Oh, oh my God. That so you're horrible. telling me you'd rather watch the graduation than sit there with your phone you in your lap with, your phone with the volume off and watch the with show? I'm not going to. I'm going to. I'm going to the graduation party. I'm just drinking. I'm not actually watching the graduation. <laughs> <laughs> Are you high, you're, crashing, you're crashing the high school party, dude? I know. Right? Oh, freaking dude. Dude. Blues over here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jordan's rolling in. Jordan's rolling in with his Letterman jacket. He's going to wear his high school. Yeah, class of 03, dude. All right. What's up, guys? I brought some bush. Jordan's buying all the booze. For the graduation, party. Guys, yeah. He's like, you guys like to drink. He's Zimas? gonna be rolling in there like McLovin, dude. He's like Zima. Do you guys like Zima? That's a that's a good beer, right? I brought, I brought the Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> Jordan Gold is Chaga. going to the graduation party. Okay. Wow. Graduation to what? College, high college. school. They're trade both. School? They're both college graduations. Hey, man, got it. Got to hit the college graduations while I still got my years ahead of me. No man, Jordan, you're a madman, dude. The thought, the thought of being at any sort of like college aged function for me, I like that sounds like a nightmare. It's to gonna me. be great. I, I, I'm cool. looking forward to it. I can't wait to hear all the new hip terms and stuff. It's gonna be great. Oh, can't God. wait to be the old guy in the corner. I can't wait. Hammered. I can't wait to see Jordan go viral on TikTok. I want to see him do a keg stand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, those days have waved bye bye to me a long time ago. <laughs> Yeah, what's the uh, what's the Wolf Arrow movie streaking? Old school, old school. Old school. That's yeah. Jordan. Yeah. Jordan's gonna join a frat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I see, um, and all of this stuff that you guys are building up still sounds better than Backlash to me. So I'll be right there with you. You're a madman. I am a madman. All right, getting back on track. Does anyone think EO could actually pull off the upset? No, no, nope. Yeah, I agree. I am gonna sit, go out and go ahead and predict that this ends up being the match of the night. All right, let's go to our two big ones. First up, we got the San Juan street fight, Bad Bunny against Damian Priest. I see this one just being the straight-up shenanigans match. I think you're going to see the LWO involved. 
Judgment Day involved, and we see Bad Bunny go over in a, a super entertaining match. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, dude. We've seen Bad Bunny in the past. He he goes out there and gives it all he's got. He's going to be like the the hometown hero, dude. Like it's it's going to be. It's gonna be awesome. I can't wait to hear. I can't wait to hear the pop for Big Bunny. Oh my god, yeah. Big Bunny. Big Bunny. Ah, I'm drinking. It. Sorry, we're not Big Bunny. Big Bunny. Bad wow. Bunny. This is why. This is why. This is why. This is why. All over the place. Listen, tonight, this, is this is why, why I can't you're go not to a college party. Yeah, this is why you're not invited. <laughs> <laughs> I'll can be you like, guys, play some Big Bunny. Can you guys play some Bugs Bunny, please? <laughs> <laughs> all right, who brought their grandma? <laughs> <laughs> who's that who's that basketball player young boy nba young boy nba <laughs> <laughs> oh man <clears throat> yeah okay big bunny. Uh, yeah i uh you know bad bunny was like arguably the best celebrity wrestler we had ever until logan paul just came into our lives man and kind of immediately put him in number two but dude was awesome i, I still love his match he had with him and damian against miz and morrison at uh, WrestleMania 37, and I, he's clearly got a passion for this stuff. I think they're going to tear the house down. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I think I still put him above Logan Paul, just because, dude, Logan Paul already had, like, the athleticism advantage, I think. I think, I mean, not that Bad Bunny's not athletic, but I think, dude, for him to just come in and do what he did, yeah. just being completely, un, un not untrained, because obviously he trained for WrestleMania and stuff, but, like, just not being a wrestler, I think, I think it was freaking awesome, dude. Yeah, I no, I agree. Yeah, him being like the what is it like the number one global like streaming artist right now and Grammy award winning and all this yeah. stuff like at the Met Gala. He's like, a global sensation. He's like an A. Yeah, he's an A list celebrity. He's an A plus plus. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, he's fucking I, wrestling. No, all, all jokes, all jokes <laughs> aside, I did not know who Big Bunny. Or Big oh my god! <laughs> no shows. It goes I did a show. not know. Wow. I did not know who Bad Big Bunny. Big mom energy right now. <laughs> I did is. not know who Bad Bunny was. <laughs> Until he showed up at WWE, I had never even heard of that guy. Before. Turn that big bunny um, down, <laughs> you kids with your your big bunny. My, <laughs> my mom back in like '05 and '06 when he was blown up. My mom once called Acon Acorn. That's like <laughs> right? some song. She's like, is this? She was like, you know, my mom was 100 percent genuine. She was like, is this Acorn? Was like, no, Acorn and grilled cheese. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I have. I don't know why I have Big Bunny in my mind. I know it's Bad Bunny. I'm not. I, I mean, I'm not mental. Like even if I don't know who he was as an artist, I Big Bunny. I know who Bad Bunny is because of wrestling. Big Bad but, Bunny. Yeah, Big was, Bunny is. Yeah, dude. That was like the back in the. That was like back in the day when uh, we would like me and my sister would be talking about uh, like Wu Tang and we'd be like we would talk about like old dirty bastard and uh, my father got like pissed off at us one day because he thought. We were calling him old dirty bastard. And my mother was like, No, let's wow. no, it's it's a guy <laughs> in a rap group. Wow. And his name's old dirty bastard. He was like, Oh, dude, he's gonna he, yeah. he's gonna lay into us. But yeah, it's I mean it happens. It's a it's what parents do. They're not supposed to know all the Yeah, the- I am in no way cool, hip, <laughs> anything of the of the sort. So I, I mean I have given up that, so you're welcome. <laughs> all right. I'm picking Bad Bunny, Sheena. I'm picking Big Bunny. Marco Jordan. I'm picking Bugs Bunny. Mm-hmm. I'm picking the baddest bunny in all the lands. I'm big Rabbit. <laughs> That's what I'm picking. All right. Yeah, B-Rabbit. B-Rabbit. You guys think Bad Bunny main events? You think it goes on last? This oh, no. Like last Cody Brock. Yeah, it's main eventing, I think. It's closing it out. Yeah, I can see that. Send the fans home happy because 
I think Brock's going to beat Cody Saturday night. Oh my gosh, no way, dude. <sighs> No. I mean, yeah, I think so too. You guys know I'm not the biggest Cody fan, but there's no way he could take two losses. I, like I, that, I see one of two scenarios. I see Brock mm-hmm. either wins outright or Cody steals one off a roll up or something and still gets fucking pulverized yeah. after the match. I, I think, think either way it ends with it wins with Cody and a sad little yeah. I think he loses and Brock. If it's not all. gonna be if it's not gonna be the main event, I could totally see it ending in just like a no contest. You know what I mean? Like some sort of like the dig- yeah situation where like dq or something something happens right um i, I don't know yeah. I, I can't see a world in which cody is gonna take another freaking pay-per-view loss so supposedly they already have penciled in roman versus cody for the main event at wrestlemania 40 i think they are running back the john cena 2012 storyline where he had his quote-unquote worst year ever you know he loses yeah. to the rock at wrestlemania yep. the next year he made events against the Rocky and gets his win back. Now, John Cena did beat Brock Lesnar in the uh, the pay per view right after WrestleMania. So there's a chance maybe they stick to the script. But if they're, I, I think they're going to lean into Cody just being down bad but, and having to fight his way back up to that uh, that WrestleMania. But this made isn't spot. 2012 anymore, man. I think if you if you do this to to him, it's not going to go over well. It's not going to translate well, dude. Like all these people got behind Cody, and like now all of a sudden he's going to just be losing all the time. I think that, I don't think that's going to fly. Dude. I mean, I don't think there's any shame in losing to Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. There's no shame in losing. There's no shame in losing to either one of those guys. But when you, when you've like breaking kayfabe, come back the way that Cody did and like, you know, sign the, the biggest longest contract in WWE history, dude, and lose like the, your WrestleMania moment where you were going to finish your story. And you had this big, like, you know, hero storyline. I just, no, it's not going to play if if he loses to Brock, mm. dude. I'll be fucking marking out. I'll be jumping for joy when Brock beats his little that, bitch ass. That's right, Shane. You yeah, tell I'm him, not the biggest Cody fan. You, you tell him it's not 2012. Your legend was still wrestling in 2012. This is not 2012. If he was... if. If he can lose to Roman after that build they gave him to WrestleMania, he can definitely lose to Brock on Saturday night on Backlash. 100%. Yeah, but the thing is, is dude, he I, could. I, yeah, I don't, I just don't understand the point of Brock winning this match. I mean, I get what you're saying, but Cody definitely needs this win after what just happened at WrestleMania. I mean, he loses yeah. this, dude. I, I don't know, man. I, I get what you're saying about Cena, but dude, Cena already had. I don't know, man. Yeah, Cena people hate Cena already. Cena had ten mm-hmm. times the exactly. accomplishments Cody did at that point True. when he had yeah, his worst year. He's ever. already a made man. Exactly. Yeah, Cody is definitely not mm. a made man yet. Yeah. I we'll no, see. The fans get the fans could turn on him in a flash, yeah. dude. I could. I mean, he might, it wouldn't he take might much. Need well, it sounds like we pack. at least got some intrigue on this match. You know what I mean? At yeah, least there's one match means, where mm-hmm. we're yeah, uh, don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. I'm picking Brock. Sheena? Um, I'm picking Cody. Fellas? I'm going up. Man, I'm going to go Cody, but just by the skin of his teeth. Okay. I'm just going Cody because I, I don't understand how he would take two straight losses and still yeah. be considered Actually, one of the I'm top changing. guys. I think, I think it's going to be a DQ. I think there's going to be, I don't think there's going to be a winner in this match. That's, that's my take. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be like a, like you said, like either DQ, uh, like Seth said, Cody's gonna barely win, um, and if he and it, when he does win, he's just gonna get the shit kicked out of him even more. That's pretty much what's gonna happen. Yeah, I could totally see a, a post match ass kicking by Brock. Yeah, but yeah, because Brock doesn't. It's gonna be. Yeah, uh, he doesn't need to win. 
I mean, he doesn't need to beat Cody. What does he yeah. need to beat Cody and then for? You got, then you got Cody screaming on money, like, make me earn it. Make me earn it. You know, I mean, Such like, you can't dude. you can't do that kind of corny so, stuff. So, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, yeah we, know, we know Brock needs an opponent for Saudi. And so maybe, and they all, they typically like to have, like, you know, the cage or the cell or something. So maybe we see some sort of big gimmick match between <sighs> these guys. Yeah. yeah. Saudi, if Sheena's right with no DQ. All right. So. <laughs> Let's do. Uh, we'll, we'll do one to. Well, since Jordan's being the sourpuss tonight, we'll we'll do the Jordan scale. We'll do one to ten Jordans. How stoked you are for this show? Ten being the most stoked. One being uh, you'd rather go to a graduation party than watch this <laughs> event. So. I'll go first, man. I'll give it. I'm gonna give it a seven, dude. The match card's not the greatest, but I think it's gonna be a lot of fun matches outside of Rhea and Selena Vega. It. Even though it was just a month ago, I feel like a freaking lifetime of shit has happened since WrestleMania, man. You know, between yeah. uh, the company like getting sold, the draft, everything. And it feels like it's been a long time since WrestleMania. And I'm just excited to kick back and watch a watch a premium live event on the back porch. Mm-hmm. Same. I'm going to give it I'm going to give it a six. Um, I think it's going to be a good show. I The reason it gets bumped down a peg is just because of the predictability. There's not a lot of like um there's not a lot of matches on the card that I'm just like, Hmm, I wonder what could happen here. Like, I'm pretty certain that, um, you know, the way we, the way we kind of predicted it tonight, the way it's going to go. So six for me, hmm. Marco, I'm going to go, I'm going to go six and a half. I think, um, I'm going to go between both of you guys there. Um, make it a threesome there. So, um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, cause it's, I, I think it's just a, it's, I'm, I'm not like fully intrigued by it, but, to me, it's it's a show like kind of Jordan said this earlier. It's a show from Puerto Rico. It's like a it's a it's kind of like a yeah. it's it's I'm not excited like to see how the set is. Yeah, yeah. it's not going to move any storylines along really um, since they did the shakeup because all the you know all the everyone's going to start like their new positions. I think after backlash, like this show is kind of like a throwaway like. You know, last hurrah. Like the last for, day of school. Yeah, whatever. So yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not anything. Going to the graduation theme. Yeah, it's not too much to look into as far as like you know picking it apart or anything like that. But yeah, six and a half. All right. All right, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan how many Jordans do you I'll, get? I'll it? go with the solid one, and that, that's only because wow. I can't give it a zero. Like, dude, Dang. you guys are just fucking. Oh mel- you guys gosh. are melting my mind. I get it's live wrestling. I I get that, but. I mean, outside of it being live wrestling, I'm not really sure where you guys are going with this one. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's hit the the beverage break to uh, to cleanse the palate a little bit from from all Jordan's negativity. It's time for the weekly beverage break where we tell you guys what we are sipping on as we pod. Uh, J-Man, you can kick it off, dude. Uh, I am drinking a Bush Light, so uh, keeping it light tonight. It's only Tuesday when we're recording, so, uh, man, we still got three days ahead of us, so going to be a long week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marco, what are you drinking? <laughs> uh, having a little nightcap over here, some uh, proper 12 and uh, some, some Canada Dry Ginger Ale. Um, nice little, nice little sweet drink before, uh, before bedtime. Well, not really. Very nice, man. So that, that was actually a good setup, man. Um, I think the one thing that got lost on our podcast on Saturday night that probably won't ever get discussed organically on the show again, ginger ale, man. So I, I was drinking Saturday night. I was drinking some, 
uh, Jameson and mm. Canada Dry Bold. Have you guys seen the Canada Dry Bold in you guys' groceries? I have no. not. So it's in like a dark gold can, and it's basically they you only know, have it in the mini cans. Yeah, it's only in the okay. little mini eight ounce cans, and it's it's what it says it is, dude. It's like a bolder, spicier Ooh. ginger ale. I don't know if they're using like a different blend of ginger or just cranking up the artificial flavoring, but it actually like has some real spice to it. Almost kind of burns your tongue a little bit. I mean, it's freaking primo for mixing with uh, cocktails, man. So Ooh. if you guys see the Canada Dry Bold anywhere, definitely pick it up. Have to try I don't know about you guys. I like a nice spicy ginger ale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I was drinking. I was drinking raw raw milk for the beverage break last uh, this weekend. Horrible. So you, you guys missed that discussion. Now we know why it all got <laughs> deleted. You guys uh, advertised <laughs> it as a chick quickie, and it went forty eight minutes, and I, that ain't no quickie from anyone <laughs> I've ever heard of. Anything over fifteen minutes, you're doing way too much. And Sheena was. <laughs> drinking raw milk straight from the cow's teat like we know what happened you know well what was funny is that we we got through the the figure review pretty quickly but we had we had a freaking loaded mailbag just like we have tonight we have a loaded mailbag for you guys so um, the foley Foley fans loves the mailbag all right i am drinking a very special beverage break gotta give a shout out to phil dunnett our main man from the uk and the foley fam he hit us up uh, back in January that this brewery in Northern Ireland, of all places, uh, Bullhouse Brew Company, released a Bret Hart-inspired beer. It's called Hitman Tart. It's got the classic like early 90s Bret Hart font on the cover with a couple of berries uh, wrestling each other. So Winter Berry Sour, brewed and canned in Belfast. This is, uh, it says, we had our pals from the top rope over to pour their favorite beer from Northern Ireland for the very first time. Uh, yeah, but it's uh, it's a sour with Rowanberry Slow. That's S L O E. What the hell is slow, Sheena? I don't know. You gotta you gotta ask uh, Matt from Extra Cooler, the the Hop God, and uh, Juniper. So it's pretty good. I was a little bit nervous on because you know there's been a strike with the UK Postal Service since like February. So these things have been sitting at Phil's house for a couple months, and it's a fruited sour. But I can I can attest they made it over just fine. It's really delicious. Uh, so thanks again, Phil, for getting these shipped over, man. Always exciting to try any sort of wrestling inspired beer. Yeah, here, let me get it. Let me get a taste. I, don't, I haven't even gotten to try it yet. I told Phil I was going to wait for you because you were gone to Texas. All right, Sheen's going to give us her tasty notes. What do, what are you getting on the nose, Sheen? I'm definitely getting a Rowanberry. It's you, right on the. You tongue. getting any of that slow? The slow <laughs> hits you on the backside. The, the yeah. small bluish black fruit of the blackthorn with a sharp sour taste. Mm-hmm. Getting that. It's not bad. I think my my uh, my beverage is probably doling it out a little bit. So I'm drinking a margarita. Made myself not not my double down margarita with the uh, jacked up margarita mix plus tequila on top of it. Um, the fully loaded margarita. I got myself a regular one. I actually smashed up, muddled a uh, cutie and a lime in there. Put a little uh, Grand Marnier on top, some Terramana tequila. Shook it with some ice, and it is it's nice. hitting. Wow. Which blend of Terramana do you got? Well, I got Reposado and the Blanco. So You got them both in there? I mean, no. Oh, I'm using the, the, the Blanco. Oh, I was like, okay. dang, Sheena, dang, you're going hard. <laughs> 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 All right, so we do have a metric fuck ton of listener mail to get to. But real quick, before we go, we want to do a quick temperature check. We've been doing it the last few weeks. The Nitro Crowdfund Arena. So there was a, a little bit of a major development just this afternoon. Again, it is... Tuesday night as we're recording this, so we got three days left to uh, to back this thing. Someone 
purchased 250 of these at some point this evening. Um, I kind of got my suspicions on, on who is behind it, but we have nobody's taking credit for it yet. Uh, it's you know it's well, possible. Spill the beans. Who do you think it is? Uh, I'd rather just keep it to myself. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but Thanks it's, for coming. Uh, uh, you know, some possible collusion going on out there, or maybe just somebody trying to, uh, you know, spark this thing in the right direction. But one way or another, somebody basically bought uh, 250 of these tonight to give it a boost. We're currently at 2,470, which means we're at 49%. We need 2,530 people to back these by 3 a.m. on Friday night. So Saturday morning, 3 a.m. Mm. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, and you can do the do the time back depending on what time zone you're in. Um, I still say it's going to scrape by, man. I'm, I'm fifty two hundred is the number that keeps sticking in my mind. I think we're going to get a big boost starting tomorrow and kind of rolling through just a wave on Friday. And I think we just scrape by and end up getting the stage, Ray Mysterio, and Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner at fifty two hundred. Sheena, what say you? Um, I still say it's not going to get funded. I think um, I don't know. I. I think well, I saw some some chatter in the major bros after this. Two hundred and fifty people or two hundred and fifty uh, units got sold. People were like, "Oh yeah, well remember the remember the other one? You know, it started to build up steam like within the last forty eight hours." So I think people are giving it more hope. But I think four hundred dollars is a lot of a lot of chatter to freaking just mm. be like, you know what? All of a sudden, like I'm ready to spend four hundred dollars. You know, I think if you weren't ready to spend four hundred dollars by now, you're probably not ready to spend four hundred dollars at this moment. You know. Jordan? I mean, I've been down on this for two weeks, and the 250 doesn't move the needle enough for me. I just, I don't think another 2,500 people are going to shell out $400 in the next three days. I just, as much as I want this, and I mean, I'm definitely going to be one of those 2,500 people if it does make it. I just, I have a bad feeling this is not happening. That's $1 million collectively. The wrestling figure community needs to put all of our money <laughs> together and come up with one million by three a.m. on Saturday morning. If someone's life was on the line, if 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 uh, if Bret Hart was taken hostage and held ransom, I'm not sure we could start the GoFundMe and it would get to a million <laughs> by that time. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, that's a lot it, of. Jack. It's not looking good at all. Mm. Yeah, I just and. You know, I the new gen arena always had kind of this air of inevitability about it, man, even though it, it was sluggish too, right? It wasn't that much farther ahead of the Nitro stage, but it just felt like you knew it was going to happen eventually. It was just a matter of if we were going to get all the stretch goals. Um, I'm just, I, dude, just be kind of putting my finger on the pulse. I don't, I don't see, feel the buzz or the positive vibes on this thing as we roll towards these last couple of days. It's going to be a ton of fun uh, seeing how it plays out, though, on Friday. Uh, Marco, what do you say, man? Yes or no? Uh, I think I'm still on the no train, um, especially right. with, uh, you know, I, 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 I think, I think I echoed this like so many times when, you know, they announce this and then they announce all these pre-orders afterwards. And what do you do today? Announce four more pre-orders <laughs> on ringside that people are going to go clamor to get with only a few days left to get this done. It's like, it doesn't. Uh, yeah, if I'm action figure attack, you tell them like, "What the fucking fuck, man? That you guys business wait model. One day. Yeah, it makes no oh, sense. Why the fuck Especially did like they put? Old, yeah, why did they put? Like the, everybody's getting those. Yeah, why did they put the Usos out this week of all week? Like, no, not even that. The couldn't Usos. have waited until next week. Yeah, that's what I mean. The Usos. Why did yeah. they put those out this week? They couldn't have waited until next week. Well, not even that. Yeah, some of those more. other random elite sets, man. I, I, the elite sets are whatever, dude. To me, though, the Usos, like George said, that's something that. 
everybody is, no, is going to buy dude. Who's they, not who's not getting those ultimate edition well, Usos? Yeah, today they did they announced the um the elite top picks. They also announced the uh Randy ultimate edition set that's coming out Randy Macho oh, Man and Oh yeah, Randy. you're right. Ran- like, Randy and Macho Man came yeah, out. That too. Came yeah, that came out today that Macho too. Man like you, gonna be popular this year. There's so many pre-orders that that were announced today. There's I think they said four in total in the past the, the, since yesterday so like you got that happening and now you want you expect people to also back this arena like that i'm not sure who i'm not sure if they had anything to do with that or i mean i'm assuming they had to have but that's a that's kind of a not a smart way of thinking <laughs> if you want yeah, like I'd, if you want people to back that because you know definitely the uh it's it, the right hand's not talking to the left hand on that one, man. You'd think they would have coordinated a little bit better because does, doesn't make sense. You know, there's only so much money to go around. Yeah, Elite 103. Talk right. it. Yeah, it's uh, the same, dude. Gene, are do we? I know we got some listener mail. Are you ready to hit us with it? There's going to be a uh, hopefully you ate your Wheaties this morning. You got a ton of questions to lead us through. I'm about to bash you over the head with the mailbag like a Minnesotan mailbag. What was it called? The Massachusetts, <laughs> Massachusetts mailbag. mailbag. Look it up on Urban Dictionary. No, don't. <laughs> Massachusetts mailbag. Right. That was actually that was it. That was actually a nickname a, a girl gave me before. So, so you've done, you done that Yikes. move? Yeah, the Massachusetts yeah, mailbag. Probably. Oh God, I hope you have <laughs> Marco and 199 of his closest friends. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Rosenthal says, "How do you think outfits get messed up? You assume every figure is compared to a photo, then it's reviewed by a few people. How does no one go? Wait, his boots are white, not red." So I think it's a combination of things. There's always factory errors that could happen. I think sometimes companies just sacrifice accuracy for cost if they got a lot of, you know, a certain extra part laying around. And sometimes they're going for accuracy and they jack it up because, you know, we're thinking that these wrestlers, we're we're going off, you know, how they looked when they went out on TV for that match. And I think sometimes they're going off like the reference photos from backstage. And Mm. maybe the guy, you know, threw on a different pair of boots or maybe he didn't have his elbow pads on when he did the, uh, the reference shots and, just stuff like that happens, man. I mean, that's, I, I think it's just kind of a combination of things depending on the figure. Yeah. And you know, um, I have no idea how like the production side of this works, but I'm assuming that like every part and every color and every piece has like some sort of like, you know, code associated with it. Um, that I can, I can imagine that there's some glitches that happen in the system sometimes if like a number is wrong or they have the wrong piece or whatever. And once those things are in production, it's like, ah, we're just, just going to roll with it, you know? And didn't, I mean, you've talked about before, like maybe they just have excess pieces that they're like, you know what, like these knee pads, these these, knee pads are good enough. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, it's not the exact knee pads, but we have a ton of extra of these giant knee sleeves that we need to get rid of. So just throw them on this figure. So, (laughs) you know, Jeremy Padauer, the godfather of, uh, of wrestling figures, you know, friend of the show, his big phrase, you know, when someone would press him about errors with the figures, he just throw his hands up and say Chinese new year. Sometimes (laughs) shit just happens. Yeah. Uh, Johnny JB says, what are your thoughts about Trinity going to impact? I'm going to throw this one to Jordan since he's our resident women's uh, wrestling fanatic. Man, that I like her. I I really do. That just, I mean, Mercedes going to Japan made sense. Like they're trying to grow women's wrestling over there. Like, I don't really understand what Trinity is going to do in impact. I mean, they have a decent women's division, but I just don't feel like she's going to, she's not going to get enough shine there for what she was looking for. Glow. She's going to get enough glow. So I, that's <laughs> probably not the greatest thing for her career, honestly, like thinking about it. I mean, she's best friends with Mercedes and Mercedes couldn't even get her into um, new Japan. So 
not, not great looks for the old Trinity. Mm. I've always liked Trinity, dude. Yeah, I, I think too. Trinity, I, I've always enjoyed her, and I thought she's she's a good wrestler. I mean, at one point, she was like, I mean, she was a freaking champion, you know? Um, I, I hope she does good at Impact. I mean, her freaking husband is, you know, literally one of the top stars in WWE. Yeah, her so. husband just main evented freaking WrestleMania. You'd yeah. think he'd, they'd find something for her to do within the company. It's The whole situation is just weird to me. Man. Yeah, the whole situation's weird. Um, but I hope she does good. I've always liked her. I've, you know, I've been a huge Total Divas fan since the very start. And, you know, everything I've seen out of, out of Trinity has been, seems like she's just a genuinely, like, good, nice, kind, loving person. So I, ho- I, I only wish the best for her. Yeah. TNT, Tyson Neil Trevino. <laughs> he says TNT. thoughts on the new world heavyweight championship that triple H introduced on Monday. I'm gonna throw this one to Marco. Marco, what's your thoughts on the new heavyweight title belt? Um, I don't hate it. It's like a, it's like a mashup of, uh, obviously the big gold. And, uh, I've seen a lot of other people comparing it to the, uh, the NXT cruiserweight because of the big, the globe in the middle of it. But I mean, when you, you look at the pictures of it, the design's pretty cool. Like the, like the, um, like the lions encrusted and stuff like that. I mean, it's it is what it is. I mean, they tried to they tried they tried to class it up a little bit yeah. and make it look a little more a little more prestigious and a little less brandy. Yeah. Um. But but at the same who time, the yeah. Hell? Who the hell told you to make a new belt just so Roman wouldn't have to defend his? <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I'm just kind of meh. You know, mm. so that's my that's my thoughts on the belt. I want to shout out David Brooks did send us a question, but we already kind of talked uh, touched on it, asking about the Nitro ring. Four hundred um, bucks is a lot, man. There's yeah, I feel like that's the threshold for a lot of middle class folks like us, man. Like two fifty is not cheap, but two fifty is a little bit easier to spend it and kind of forget about it, man. Four hundred yeah. bucks that's 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 a bill, man. Yeah, Brett Charo sent us a, a listener mail. Says I was told to remind Seth about this interaction. LOL. Mm-hmm. Um, he said. Uh, so to set the stage. Remember, we were kind of we were we mentioned we were a little bit surprised on the last podcast when he had wrote in and talked about being a car mechanic because we just he didn't strike us as the car mechanic type. Really. Yeah. Yeah. And so he said, I appreciate the kind words about me sounding like I wouldn't work a blue collar job. I'm currently in, in school to change that. To explain my origin story, I would say the reason it's taken me so long is because my wife got pregnant right out of high school. So I had to put school on the back burner and provide. We had our first kid at 19 and second at 20. Yeah. Then at 25. What? We had twins. What? So in total, we have four kids. I make pretty decent money as an auto mechanic but uh, now, but going back to school is going to get me out of fixing cars because I actually hate it. And I also don't want to kill my body either. But again, thank you, and I appreciate the comments. Yeah, shout out to Brett Sharo, man. Like I said, he just... Nothing against blue collar, man. Yeah, like, we love, salute to everybody yeah, working we blue collar jobs. Blue like, collar I'm most likely keep... getting a blue collar job once I get out of the Navy, man. So whatever you got to do to provide for your family, man, yeah, salute to you. But it was just funny. The just world wouldn't run without blue you don't, workers. Too. You know, no shade to all of us figure collectors. You don't really p- uh, picture a lot of like, you know, greasy car mechanics going home and like, you know, posing their elite figures and stuff. Right. <laughs> it just doesn't uh, just not what you yeah. picture for the stereotypical figure collector and stuff. But still very, very cool, man. And shout out to Brett. Sounds like you're doing a great job providing for your family. dude. Yeah. 
you know, him and Marco, man, they're uh, twin buddies, dude. Yeah, I know. Man. And, uh, dude, and, and just to show you, like, dude, I think that's awesome that, you know, you and uh, your wife, you know, you had kids, like, super young. Says a story of that. His parents had, uh, he had teenage parents, too. And they're I'm still. I was 15 when she had me. Yeah. Still, still married, still in love. And, you know, they're both their sons grew up and have wow. successful jobs and careers and families. So, yeah. Shout out to you, Brett. Um, you've been an awesome asset to the group. So I'm so glad you joined us. Zach Hertzler says, favorite championship belt. Me, my favorite belt was the European belt. Seth, you got a favorite? Love the OG European belt, especially the one for a short time. It had the block logo at the top and didn't have the scratch logo. Uh, I just, I always hate the scratch logo, even at the height of the attitude era. Yeah. I will go with the classic tag belts. The ones from the, the mid to late eighties that lasted really up until the attitude era. Um, the ones that, you know, the British Bulldogs had the heart foundation demolition. I've just always loved those belts. Mm. Yeah, I uh, this isn't the most prestigious belt ever, but I just love the look and the design of the Smoking Skull belt. I just mm. love the, the snake print on the inside. I, obviously, I'm super partial to Stone Cold Steve Austin, so I, I love that belt. Obviously, I think the Winged Eagle, if I'm looking just like for a prestigious, the classic black Winged Eagle is a, is a favorite of mine, but just going a little bit off the beaten path, I love the, the Smoking Skull belt. You guys got a favorite title belt, Jordan, Marco? Um, I would probably go with the 10 pounds of gold. I just, cause of nice. how much prestige that belt has. I mean, it's, a uh, it's been around since 1973. So, yeah. uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a prestigious belt. So I would go with that. Marco. Yeah. Winged Eagle for me. I actually have the, uh, like the WWF, uh, winged Eagle that came out like mid, I think it was like mid two thousands on WWE mm-hmm. shop. So yeah, it's always, I mean, you know, obviously not the lineage that a lot of the other belts have, but the the uh, the holders of that title is uh, you can't. Yeah. It, it's pretty yeah. pretty stacked. Macho, if you go back and Hogan, look. Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, Warrior, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. Yeah, I Rick can't believe Flair, you don't have the Warrior. Yokozuna. Eh, I don't like the uh, legacy looking titles. I'm a big fan of those personally, but well, no, remember they got the uh, the baby blue strap. The baby blue. Oh Robinson. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no. I'm not. I'm not flashy. Uh, I was I'm surprised Sheena didn't say the Planets Championship. Oh, you blew it. Naturally uh, fallen oak. Dude, thank you. Thank you for reminding me of the Planets Championship. That (laughs) that title had a short run. But let me just tell you how hard I marked out when I first saw that on TV. If you guys know me in my real life, like I'm I'm very much an earth child. Very kind of hippy dippy, you know, um, environmentally friendly, the whole, the whole nine fucking and, Greenpeace member over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, and so whenever, um, whenever Daniel Bryan came out with that, the, you know, the hemp mm. and the, the wood from naturally fallen Oak and the turquoise, I was like, Oh my God, this is the best. It was a beautiful belt. championship. It was a beautiful championship. You know, if, if the replica had been executed a little better, I was really going to get that belt, but it, I mean, it was, the replica still looks, nice but it just didn't it just didn't compare I that to look pretty cheesy dude it, it looked, looked like yeah. something you'd get at spirit of halloween they yeah and then they, the regular <laughs> one was like 1200 bucks yeah they they cheaped out they cheaped out a lot on like the the turquoise pieces and like the the stones and stuff like that and it really made a difference but yeah that like the actual like authentic replica yeah there it was super expensive um but man that was it that was a beautiful title and i love that version of daniel bryan the planet's champion it's just everything about that was so funny to me you guys eating your factory really farm meat he didn't get a chance to go far enough with it yeah for sure 
Sambro says, if you can draft a faction, why can't you just draft your favorite 17 wrestlers with the first pick? We are, we already gave our thoughts on the draft. Any, anytime you're trying to think too hard about it, it's, uh, you just got to remember you're trying to apply logic to an illogical situation and that just doesn't work. You know, I, I go back to a, a saying from a guy I used to work with, man, when it comes to the draft, it makes sense if you don't think about it. Mm. Sambro, whose current day finisher looks the best and which one looks the worst? Jordan, who's got a, who's got a good finisher and who's got a shit finisher? Hmm. I still think the F5 is one of the most satisfying finishers. Like it's just, it looks like it. I mean, it, it definitely looks like it would hurt, especially being yeah, launched off I his shoulders. I, I love that finisher. Um, as far as the worst, what does Omos do? <laughs> I don't even know what his finisher is. What is his finisher? Like a big boot or something? Head, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> that, to me, the worst, I'm not even sure if he's still using it as a finisher. I've always thought the Judas effect fucking sucked. Dude. The Judas effect is is garbage. I've yeah. never seen him actually connect on that and it looked like something that should be in a match. <laughs> yeah. And it was like one of the most protected finishers in the biz for a while. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, I think, uh, Dude, Omos should use like for all my Game of Thrones fans out there. Like, if you remember the the Mountain and the Viper oh. fighting, they should he should just use like a skull crusher where he's like pushing in on the eyeballs and like squeezing the skull, and then like the person just like passes out. Dude. And then he somebody could, dies. Yeah, that would be a great like, finisher. Tona Crush yeah. had that back in the the mid nineties. Yeah, just like yeah, just just crush the freaking skull, dude. That would be a good because we know o- Omos isn't you know he's not the most agile guy um, out there, and so that's a good safe. Nice finisher for for Omos. Um, where do we? Oh, oh, okay. Here we go. Sambro, what's your absolute least favorite spot in wrestling today? Mine is the classic. Everyone stare at the person getting ready to barely graze them with a gymnastics move. Yeah, <laughs> mine is <laughs> mine is everybody pretending like Cody Rhodes is a real main eventer. Oh my oh God. God. <laughs> I I think the the Tower of Doom spot used to be like one of the coolest things ever, and now I think it's honestly one of the worst spots in wrestling. It, it used every to, multi women's match has to have it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just yeah. It, it's going to happen in every multi tag match, whatever. I just I think it's so watered down now. Yeah, yeah. This isn't this isn't really a spot like a wrestling spot per se, but something that has always just grinded my gears. Um, in you know recent years of wrestling is when a person is getting pinned and instead of just like you know having their eyes closed and looking like they just took a finisher, like they look right at the ref counting one two and then kick out at three right and Seth's gonna rationalize this because he we've talked about this mansplain it to her do you guys need me to break it down for (laughs) that's the they're doing that because they know they can kick out and they want to get the most rest possible they can get up to 2.9 seconds of rest if they time it correctly true i i I blame i mean yes I, i guess that makes sense in some way but i blame the cameraman like don't be right on their face like i understand you're not trying to miss your spot also you gotta have your eyes open in case like somebody's doing a run in and they don't make the timing and i can't imagine being in that kind of high pressure situation and trying to make those decisions like that and have my you know not being aware of your surroundings but the cameraman has to like cut away dude like it just takes away because you know, like, oh, this guy's about to kick out. Like, you know, there's no false finish there. You well, know, it's like I want to oh. see a no, guy stare right at the ref and just watch him count the three. See, so, well, see, <laughs> <laughs> no, Seth's right because it's kind of like the. Um, I always look at it when they do that as like when they, you know, it's like in a a tag match or whatever match, and they're using the ropes to their advantage, and then the referee, mm-hmm. like, you know, they're using as much time as it, with that five count as they can. 
before the referee, you know, disqualifies him. It's the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but I mean, it, it really, I mean, if somebody just hits like an awesome freaking finisher, dude, and you're like, holy shit, this is the end of the match. And you're like, oh wait, no, it's not like this guy's about to, you know, that's one of the reasons that's elevated Roman's reign even more than it already was. He's does such a good job on his near falls. Like go back and watch. You can't catch, you're not going to catch Roman staring at the ref. His that's, and you know, it's those near falls that really make it so captivating Mm -hmm. when you think he's finally going to lose this time and he still somehow wins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Marco, you got a least favorite spot. Um, I'm, I'm with him, man. That just people standing there waiting for someone to jump off. And they just yeah. like, they're all like, you know, holding their, holding shoulders and their shoulder to shoulder. And they're just waiting for someone. They want some weak and forearms and stuff. And that's not, obviously, it's not just WWE. That's AEW. That's Impact. That's literally yeah. every single organization. Again, I just hate it across again, the board. I, again, I blame, I blame <clears throat> the camera angles. There's a way to shoot that where it doesn't, you don't see everybody. I mean, there has to be. They have to be there waiting. I don't for the blame the camera well. angles. The camera guys are just shooting the matches. I blame the agents and the wrestlers for not coming up with some more convenient, uh, like creative ways yeah. to get into these spots, yep. man. Exactly. Dude, everybody talks about how crazy the work rate is now. Go back and watch wrestling in the 90s, man. You would always, like, dude, Bret Hart, I don't think he ever set up for his suicide dive the same way, man. It was always different setups. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels would find different w- reasons to be jumping off the top rope down to the floor. Like, Mick Foley, look at how creative the guys used to be with their spots. I don't know yeah. if it's the wrestlers being hamstrung or just, you know, feeling like they got to do these certain spots a certain way. But, uh, yeah, I'd I blame the wrestlers more than the camera, man. They're I mean, just shooting what the wrestlers come up with, dude. I mean, true, but also, like, you know, there's there's way less, uh, you know, CTE damage nowadays than, like, oh, it's surprising, oh, shit, Shawn Michaels is coming off the fucking, you know, second rope. Like, you know, I think <laughs> I think a little bit of plan, a little bit of planning goes a long way for the, for the wrestler's safety, you know? I mean, I'm all about improv and, like, things feeling fluid and you know suspending disbelief but i'm not ready for seeing anybody like crack their skull on the side of the mat you know so safety schmafety um. yeah i agree <laughs> did you want to wait hold on before you move to the weren't you the one that wanted to see like a vehicular homicide <laughs> between uh bailey yeah. and bianca Belair? <laughs> yeah at one point yeah yeah the golf cart spots yeah. and stuff yeah die. i'm all for that <laughs> die bianca die <laughs> uh, I, I drafted Bianca. I, I have nothing but love for Bianca. Um, Samber also says thoughts on the name change of Sierra Mist to Starry. I didn't even know this was happening. So still, still the same shitty lemon lime soda. To, yeah, to Sierra Mist. Sierra Mist is at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to lemon lime sodas, dude. So that's seven up all day. Yeah, this is a timeline switch anyway. So we, we're all we're on to that. Crossing timelines. <laughs> oh, that's that's for the yeah, that's for the conspiracy <laughs> pod. We gotta we gotta save that topic for exactly. another day. I don't know anybody in the history of the the life of the beverages that ever been excited to drink a Sierra Mist. Sierra Mist <laughs> is something you settle for. I don't even settle for it. Like I'm, I'm like I know. I'll get Mountain Dew if I'm if it's Pepsi products. I'm getting Mountain Dew before I get fucking Sierra Mist. Yeah, it's it's Seven Up, then Sprite, then. I mean, you don't even settle then for like Sierra 15 Mist. Fifteen different generic store brands. <laughs> yeah. Down below those. Yeah. Yeah, lemon fizzy. Kroger um, up. <laughs> yeah, big K. Kroger up. <laughs> Sam's choice. Uh, Sam Bro says, what motivates each of you? Well, we know from past podcasts that Jordan doesn't have any motivation yeah, or any, yeah, any goals. I said no goals. <laughs> I never said I didn't wasn't motivated. Jesus. I'm, I'm just joking, Jordan. I knew I would poke the bear with that one. What about, what, okay, we'll start with Seth. What uh, you, Seth? I mean, honestly, like my, you know, professionally, 
I really don't give that much of a shit about my job. I kind—I of, mean, I still take pride in my work and always do a good job what I do, but I don't really have any passion for it. It's just something I do to provide the most comfortable life possible for, for Sheena and the kids. So that's fine. Personally, I just try to make sure that I do something to like find joy in every day, man. Like mm-hmm. life is short, dude. Like time is constantly marching on. And I know a ton of people who get stuck in their rut of just living for the weekend, right? Like mm-hmm. they just basically sacrifice like Monday through Friday afternoon and are going to try to cram their whole life into, you know, Friday night, Saturday and Sunday. And I would just caution anybody not to do that. And I'm not saying be reckless and go out and, you know, spend all your money and, you know, go get smashed and party every single night during the week, but just go, find something. Go to graduation dude, whether parties. Yep. You know, and it could be a combination of things, dude. Playing with the kids, playing video games, messing with your wrestling figures. Like, what, find something throughout the week to give yourself a little bit of joy and, and bring yourself happiness. And, yeah, just carve out some time for joy, yeah, you know, exactly. and, and passion. Yeah, so that that's kind of my personal and professional motivations. Yeah, for me, um, you know, one of my life's mottos has always been like, just leave it better, right? So my what motivates me is like, Anything that I come in contact with, I want to leave it better than when I found it. You know, whether that's my friends, family, acquaintances, you know, obviously I care about the earth and the land and all that kind of stuff and all that hippy dippy shit. Um, But uh, yeah, I just want to, I just want to, if anybody comes in contact with me or interacts with me, I want them to feel better on the other side of it, you know? Mm. So that's, that's what motivates me to do the things that I, that I do. Funny you would Jordan. say that considering you tried to kill us all in Nashville. So <laughs> that's, that's real interesting. So who who were you trying to leave hey. it better for that day? <laughs> hey, but di- did you or did you not leave that weekend feeling better than when you when Dude, you started that weekend? I don't think my heart has recovered from that weekend. I've been starting to have some heart problems mm-hmm. lately. I think it's all going to be attributed back to that weekend. It's fucking Seth had <laughs> death did. in his eyes. Like I saw Seth die in front of me. I was already bracing for the wreck. I just in my in that split second i had realized like we're gonna be in a fucking violent car crash right now dude like just brace for it dude and hope that the you know we're we got a, a nice tricked out honda odyssey so it does got all the best safety features <laughs> and we had three thousand pounds best. of feed in the back so that wouldn't have done anything <laughs> but, uh, yeah. ble- bleeding out being covered in fucking raw alfalfa it's a pretty sad fucking way to go dude so that means you know and dude we were out in the country dude so assuming that both vehicles were just wiped out we were going to be out there for a while because we would have got knocked down into that like fucking Ditch. ravine, dude. So we would have had the birds and the wildlife breaking into the van and Dang. eating us and all the feed and stuff, dude. Like it <laughs> would have been a fucking mess, man. Wow. Carnage. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I said I try. I don't always succeed. That's, I mean, that's <laughs> the goal is to always, you know, leave any situation or interaction better than uh, than when you came across it. But uh, sometimes it works better yeah, did- than others. But you know what? We're we're all still here. So and you know what? We left better because we appreciated our lives a little more on the other side of that. We, we came we was, came out. Seth was steaming. Where <laughs> <laughs> he drove, dude. And that was back in that was the last weekend of July. I've probably been in the passenger seat of a car with Sheena like less than a hundred miles since that time, dude. I drive we used to go by fifty on driving. I never let her drive anywhere because even if you think like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll let my spouse drive so I can just chill out, like, you know, fuck off on my phone for a little bit. Like, I can't relax, dude. I'm on edge the whole time she's driving. It's, you know, you see, I used to be a really, good, a really driver. good driver, but it's like, I don't know if like the anxiety or just like having kids made her more twitchy. Like, she's just like herky jerky, dude. Like, she likes to fucking her in, like, get right up on somebody's ass. And she's got a fucking lead foot nowadays, man. So like, 
Yeah, it's not a good vibe when Sheena's behind the wheel. <laughs> oh, I, didn't, I didn't know this Damn. motivational segment would turn into Rose Sheena. Uh, Sheena still, or Jordan brought it up, so you know I'm going to get my shit in. <laughs> so you got to get to Jordan. So you got to get their motivation. Well. Yeah, Jordan never get, He did duck the question, though. Yeah. No, I didn't. Um, so, I mean, for the most part, Ari and Zoe motivate me to be better every day. Um, and I, I try to be every day. I try to um, have a positive impact on everyone that I come in contact with. I mean... Seth and Sheena can definitely attribute to this. Like I, when I, when I'm your friend, I'm your friend. I, I love you more than anyone can love you. Buff, and buff, buff for life. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's just that's just who I am. Like, um, and Ari always tells me all the time. She's like, you're sometimes too good of a friend because you take on everybody else's problems. So, I mean, yeah, Jordan is good people. We we give him we we joke with Jordan a lot on the show. But if we didn't love Jordan, we wouldn't rib him all the time. Jordan is straight up good people. So yeah, yeah. You, you ribbed the Marco. ones you love. Yeah, um, exactly. Ribbed um, for everyone's pleasure. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, what motivates me, um, the, the usuals, obviously the family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's that's definitely the motivation there. Um, and I try to like now, you know, since, since starting like, you know, podcasting and, you know, meeting uh, all these different people, meeting you guys as well and stuff like that. Just like trying to find, you know, the the best outcome for anything that you come in contact with meaning like you know just try to motivate yourself to you know to be better in certain aspects um all around just in work and in life i mean just you know just doing this um has helped me out a lot especially with like you know public speaking um you know being able to you know conversate a lot better um being able yeah. to, you know, get my thoughts out there a lot better and stuff like that. So, you know, just just getting like the everyday, you know, anything I experience at, at throughout like my days and stuff like that, just all that motivates me just to, you know, keep moving and keep pushing forward and stuff like that. So, yeah, you guys are yeah. an inspiration and a motivation. So, oh, thanks, man. <laughs> We try, you know, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it just depends on the situation. There's different, there's different things that motivate, um, for different situations, but yeah. Um, overall, I think just family living a good life, yep. finding happiness. I think all that stuff is, is good. What, all right. What is, a uh, what's some of your favorite non wrestling podcasts to listen to Seth? I'll go with the OG, uh, this American life by NPR. Um, it's just that was kind of the first podcast I started listening to. It's a nice blend, uh, just different stories. Sometimes it's big, like global impact type stuff, and then sometimes it's just like some funny, quirky story that happened in a small town. Um, but it's always really entertaining. It mm-hmm. gives a good mix. So that this American Life would be my recommendation. Yeah, I I like anything anything on the Ringer podcast feed is quality entertainment. Um, I love the rewatchables. If you've never listened to the rewatchables, I've I've suggested it here um, for Tranquilo and Chill before but uh there's just so many good good rewatchables episodes out there so definitely check that out and like i said anything that you listen to on the ringer feed is going to be it's going to be money binge mode is is awesome mm. too if you're into like harry potter star wars um game of thrones that sort of situation marco um man i listen to like a ton of different podcasts um just your fa- what's your favorite one dang right now the one i've been listening to i mean yeah, the one I've been listening to the most is a uh, million dollars worth of game on uh, Bar Barstool with um, Gilly and Wallow. Uh, they interview like you know 
they interview athletes, you know, rappers, everything. But they what they do is they talk about a lot of uh, like you know motivation and stuff like that, and how to like you know you know better yourself and better the people around you and things like that. And they give a lot of good uh, like great advice, and the people that are that are on there give a lot of great advice as well. So. Um, I've been nice. starting to listen, and they're and they're funny as hell too. If you ever see like any of their uh, their videos and stuff like that, but yeah, it's I've been trying to start to li- listen to a little bit more like you know like motivational stuff and trying to get. Yeah, like- I had to, I had this thought. I used to be a huge crime. Uh, like true crime podcast person, but then it just started to feel super bleak. Like, I don't know if like my mom heart just couldn't handle it anymore, but yeah, I used to listen to a ton of true crime and watch a lot of true crime documentaries like for years and years. But nowadays it just, I can't, I can't, I try to listen to more funny, positive like things because yeah, it just feels so dark and bleak. So I try not to listen to that kind of stuff either. Jordan, favorite non-wrestling podcast. Um, So the confused breakfast. I mean, I've, I've uh, talked about that before. I listen to that every week. Uh, Busting with the boys is another one I listen to every week. And then I obviously, this is not going to surprise anybody. Listen to Cubs podcast, Cavs podcast, Falcons podcast, (laughs) podcast, like anything sports related. I'm listening to it. I mean, I just, I love that stuff. So he unsubscribed to the Bray Wyatt podcast a while back. Damn. Uh, what uh Seth, what is your takes on this Power Town stuff? Did they ever actually have all this stock of brittle leg figures? No, I think that was a work, man, hundred percent. I think those those figures that were getting snapped at the major pod show, I think those were just three D printed prototypes, never meant to bend. I think they knew they were gonna miss that initial ship date and they cooked up a way that they could, you know, save face. They're they're you know, they're a small company, they're using the same crowdfund model that Mattel's rolling this nitro stage, so there's no way that they could eat it if they really had a whole batch of figures made with the legs snapping. There's just no way that they would be able to get them turned around. And, you know, supposedly these things are going to start shipping next week. So either way, they made the best out of a kind of weird situation, and I'm really excited to get these in hand. Sambro also says, who's the next four defining moment figs going to be? So I'm going to, everybody's going to pick one. Seth, who is your, uh, since you're already on the hot seat, who's your... Defining moments. I want Miss Elizabeth from WrestleMania Seven. I think that's a super yeah. defining moment, one of the most you know emotional moments in wrestling history. We need that figure big time. Uh, give me Liz and that Star Spangled sweater. Oh, I love that Star Spangled sweater, Jordan. I mean, it'd be awesome if they did just an all managers line and we got like Captain Lou in this next one, but we know that's not going to happen. But I'm <laughs> still going to go with Captain Lou anyway because I'd love to see it. All right, um, Marco. Um, yeah, with the defining moments, you always got to throw like a modern era person in there, and it has to be something with the defining moments. So probably like I think they're gonna do like a probably like a Sami Zayn. I like to see from the um, the the main event um, that he did against Roman Reigns. That's kind of like a defining moment for yeah. for Sami Zayn. So that'd be cool. Um. I'm trying to think. I would really like an. I mean, have we gotten all the China figures that we can get? You think? Mm, have we gotten? Ma- yeah, uh, really not we haven't got mommy. We haven't got um, mommy uh, China yet. So. Oh yeah, with the hair, the hair pull, the they hair could pull do, back. Uh, the- they could do China from the Good Housekeeping match with Jeff Jarrett and have a bunch of like vacuum cleaners and brooms <laughs> oh and shit and everything God. for weapons yeah. in there. Oh, That'll boy. end up like Chief J and uh, and Rob Van Dam <laughs> just on the cutting room. Yeah. Yeah, just off the top of my head, I was thinking like China entering like the Royal Rumble. You know what I mean? That's that's mm-hmm. kind of a defining moment, right? Like yeah. first woman ever to 
be in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, if they want to get another China figure on the pegs or out on ringside anyways. All right. What wrestling figure line has jumped the shark? Oh, boy. Not loving where AEW's line's at right now. It's we, We've gone into detail on it. There's still some good figures being made, but a whole lot of bricks. So yeah, I've got, I kind of I hate to say it, but I kind of got to go AEW. I'm, I'm rooting for him, though, to get it turned back around. Sam Rose says, uh, who do you think has the worst gimmick right now in WWE and AEW? Jordan, any thoughts on the worst gimmick? Mm. Uh, I, I really hate what they've done to Elias, so I'd probably go with him, honestly. I just, mm. I, it's it's gone. Yeah. It, I mean, it's dead Good now show. at this point. So, like, you just he need to He was so re- over, man. I know. He was, but, like, one of the rare guys who was better on the main roster than he was in NXT. Yeah. But, I mean, dude, at this point, like, there's nothing left they can do with that character. So, to me, that gimmick is just dead at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no coming back from all of the, the low points that Elias has had, unfortunately. Um... Marco Sambro wants to know: Do uh, any of y'all's coworkers know about the podcast? Do your do your coworkers know that you're a wrestling podcaster by night? Um, no, they don't. Yeah, Seth. Seth, I think Seth will have to agree. I have like two coworkers. This is not even at my current job, but at like previous jobs and stuff that know about this. Yeah, I, I keep it totally, totally separate because I want to be able to say whatever I want to say and not have to like see people the next day. <laughs> Jordan. All my coworkers and the majority of my friends know that I do this, so I'm not hiding anything. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you don't like what I got to say? Fuck off. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. My coworkers are a bunch of goats and chickens, and uh, they don't give a shit. They about know the wrestling podcast. So they, <laughs> they know they can. They're looking in here through this window right now through their coop window. She, she is, like, she is, is in the goat pen stewing about what we're going to talk about, thinking about that Triple <laughs> H pick. She's like, "Do you guys think this is a good idea?" Cutting promos, cutting promos on the that's chickens. Who I, that's who I ran it by. Yeah, I, I ran, I ran my Triple H pick by the goats, and they were like, "This is a good idea." Oh, wow! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Why did uh, no. <laughs> oh no! Uh, Sam Rose says, "What's your favorite <laughs> board game?" Ooh. Oh, I used to love board games. We used to play a lot of board games with my dad. Always liked, always liked Clue. I thought Clue was Clue's always a good. fun board game. Mm-hmm. I go Monopoly, man. Monopoly just offers the deepest experience, dude. It could be a pain in the ass. Like, I played Monopoly with people who will fucking, like, draw up leases and, like, fucking short-term loans and all kinds of shit, make it as complicated as possible. But I still think Monopoly is just a great I don't think I've game. ever finished a game of Monopoly. It, I don't think I've ever It's because it takes, like, 12 hours. Oh my so God. I like to do timed, man. I, I like to typically do like either one hour or two hour. If I'm playing like I really do this on the ship. I've never I can't remember last time I played with Monopoly anytime unless I was out to sea. But, you know, so it gets very monotonous out to sea and you get bored doing stuff. So board games are like a really big deal on uh, on like Navy ships and stuff. And we would usually do time. That way there was a constant sense of urgency. So we would like have like a set time where we knew like, all right, at the two hour mark, whoever's got the most money uh, wins. But that. That is, I think you kind of get away from some of the pure, uh, you know, spirit of Monopoly because you're trying to make a quick buck instead of you're not necessarily making the best decisions. You're making the decisions to to make a profit as quick as possible. But yeah, Monopoly is a great game. Marco Jordan, any favorite board games? I'd go Life. I I, I loved playing that game. I mean, Mm. oh, Life was a fun game. That was a fun game. And then you didn't really realize that the actual life game was going to be <laughs> such life. a fucking train wreck. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, oh, man. <laughs> um, only because um, I, we got the kids into it. I was thinking about it. And I, I went and picked up uh, Operation. Remember that game? Oh, that's a good one. Operation's yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, so they they're starting to get we're, into. We're that. not we're not ready. We're, yeah, we're not ready for Operation yet. Our four kids they'll, they'll just be like hitting the sides of it just to make it freaking buzz, dude. Oh, they do no, it anyway. But we're not there. I just call them. They're like, oh, you guys lost, losers. Give me that thing. You don't know how to play this. And no, I don't say that to them. But uh, no. <laughs> <clears throat> um, if you could build your own crowdfunding project. What would uh, what would it be, and what would the tiers be? That's from Johnny JB. Hmm. Sounds like a. I've said it before, man. Every single wrestler from the 1992 World Rumble <laughs> in Ultimate Edition form. Wow. I'll pay. I will pay a thousand bucks, man. I shit you not. I would if they roll that out. I would drop a thousand bucks for that figure set. So action figure tag. If you're listening, thirty Ultimate Editions, attire specific. Make it fucking happen. That wouldn't even make it to a thousand backers, dude. There, there's literally no <laughs> thirty Ultimate Edition figures. Yeah, a thousand dollars. That's we're struggling with four hundred right now. Well, they're just figures, so maybe they wouldn't need as many backers, dude. Maybe they would only need like you know two thousand backers. Because aside from the head sculpts, pretty much everything and the accessories. All right, so do the quick the math. Two thousand backers at a thousand bucks person. How much money are we coming up with? That's uh, hold on a second. Two thousand times a thousand. I gotta bust out the calculator, dude. This how many how many zeros do we need here? I think it's That's two six zeros. That's million, $2 million. Dollars. That's not that much, dude. For 30 Ultimate Edition figures, man. And it's, some of these guys are people that are never going to get a fucking Ultimate Edition. Remember, Jordan, that means Ultimate Edition Legion of Doom. Yeah. I'm aware what it means. I'm just telling you, I don't think you're going to find 2,000 people <laughs> willing to show out a grand in one sitting. I don't know, man. I think that's that would be my crap. Maybe break it said up if you into could, parts. Like, do like uh, the first 10 guys in one part second 10 third 10 you know what i mean like that way you could get it broken down that way you wouldn't have to fork out the full thousand up front hey he said he said which which would you dream up he didn't say you had to make a whole fucking he did say tears he did say tears that's the tears yeah okay so the so the first tiers is all 30 figures bar none the stretch goal if we hit it, so we'll say 5,000 backers. If we hit 6,000 backers, you get the Royal Rumble ring skirts and stuff to go with your ring. And if we hit 7,000, you get a throw a bonus Ultimate Edition Mean Gene, Ultimate Edition Bobby Heenan, and Ultimate Edition uh, Mr. Perfect. So you can recreate the interview scene after Ric Flair won that Royal Rumble. Damn. Wow. Wow. Well, that's pretty specific. We like will it. move on. Um, <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Fig God, Ari Wells. Hey, Ari coming up with a question. Yeah, hit us with what wrestling name and gimmick would you give your kids? So Brett's working like a uh, like a kung fu MMA type gimmick. He's working mm-hmm. like a Steve Blackman type deal yeah, right kid. now. Um, sis, I'd probably just hit her with like the Vicky Carrero, like, uh, you know, excuse yes, me, because she loves me. to come in and just scream and disrupt everything. And yeah, she's chaotic. Yeah, dude. we love her to Manic. death, but yeah, she could be a little over the top with the interruptions. <laughs> a little stuff. dramatic. Yeah, so that, that'd be my Steve Blackman and Vicky Guerrero for R2. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, what would you give, uh, Zoe? I mean, dude, you guys know how Zoe is. She's pretty chill, so, um, Kind of reminds she me of like wearing like the, the wear, sleepy gimmick. No, nah, she's the... she's like an uh, RVD. She's just kind of in her own in her own space all the time. She just she does her thing, but she can get pretty wild when she wants to. So I'm she's I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go RVD for her. Nice. Mm. 
Marco? I'm going, uh, just from what I experienced, Roman and the Usos, uh, only because yeah. the manipulation, <laughs> yeah. dude. Uh, uh, my son, is he, he's the Roman of the crew, and he's like, if they don't do something, he like literally does. I'm, I'm not sure because he watches it too much, maybe, and he's picking up the nuances <laughs> from Roman, yeah. but he's like, you know, oh, you didn't get this done. You're not getting this. And it's like, what What the hell are you talking about, dude? Like, we didn't even do that. But yeah, no, he's definitely the uh, definitely the ringleader of the uh, of the bloodline going on. But um, that's, the, that's the perfect that's the perfect analogy with uh, <laughs> your son and, and the twins. Yeah, they're just like I call him, I call him twin magic. Um, Tony Barker, it's Friday night back in the day. You're headed to Blockbuster Video to pick out one movie Ooh, and one video game for the weekend. Damn. What's your picks? So video, I'm definitely grabbing a WWF VHS, man. Something I'm, I've, I've seen all the pay-per-views a million times. So you're I'm going gonna way grab, back in the day. You're not even, you're skipping the DVD. I'm days. probably going to grab one of those, um, one of those like Coliseum video compilation videos, like wham, bams and body slams hosted by Lord Alfred Hayes, wow. something like that. And then for video game, um, you know, some on Sega Genesis, man, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. That was kind of my, that was my console choice as a kid. I, li- I liked it a little bit better than the Super Nintendo. Oh, I love the Super Nintendo. I don't know. I'm probably picking out some raunchy, inappropriate comedy, you know, a la like American Pie or Porkies. So, yeah, Porkies. <laughs> something that I that I definitely shouldn't be uh, shouldn't be watching. It's totally inappropriate for my age, but uh, I I loved back when back when comedy was still comedy and it was still great. So I'm I'm gonna go with some sort of like teen teen dramedy. What about your video game? Video game. I mean. It's got to be like Super Mario World. Well, no. that came with the system, so you didn't have to go to Blockbuster to rent it. Well, what if you lost it? <laughs> wow. I don't know. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Jordan. Um, so I, I remember this combination. I uh, I rented Earthworm Jim on Sega Genesis quite a bit. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, Earthworm Jim. And then in the same uh, visit, I or rented, memory unlocked. I rented uh, <laughs> Jurassic Park. So th- this was about 1994. So um, I-, I have a very vivid memory of going to Couch Potato Video and renting both of those. So, yeah, man, uh, I-, I loved being a 90s kid and going to Blockbuster. Couch Potato Videos. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. the going to pick out a movie, we've discussed this on the show before, going to pick out a movie at Blockbuster, like on a Friday night, you know, you're going to be having it for the whole weekend and stuff like that was just, th- that was the scene right Zo- there. Zoe got to experience some of that, luckily, because we had a family video that was right across the street from our neighborhood. So I she- think family video was the last surviving video store time, because yeah, yeah, my dad would still go rent movies. I think it's gone. I think it might be gone They're from gone. our town now, They're but gone. he would still go up until like a couple of years ago. He would still go to family video and rent videos. Yeah. So we got to take Zoe there and like the kids movies were free and stuff so she loved going there so at least she got to experience a little bit of it yeah that's cool marco uh definitely in definitely in 80s or maybe like just like an action comedy or something like that for a movie um the game would definitely be nba live because i was like way into nba live series back in the day so definitely that Tony Barker, how do you feel about escape rooms? And do you have a favorite that you've ever participated in? I've never done an escape room. I feel like I have, I see all my friends doing these like escape room activities. Um, I don't even really know how it's set up. Like, is it just one room that you have to escape out of? Or is it like a series of rooms? Like you unlock and go to a different one and unlock and go to a different one. Like, I'm not really sure how, how it works. Have any of you guys, I mean, I know Seth hasn't, has any of you guys ever been to an escape room? No. 
No, um, me and Ari yeah. decided a long time ago that escape rooms are not for us. Me and Ari don't do real well as like uh, on a team building exercise. So like, I just know <laughs> I would get pissed and it, it would just not be fun. So I just decided yeah. those aren't in our like, uh, <laughs> e- even in the index of things to do for like date nights or anything like that. So we just go ahead and skip right past those. I could totally, yeah, I could see Seth and I really having some some serious conflict <laughs> on on those situations, Say like it. you know, figuring out what we need to do. Yeah, I asked my wife too. Like, we you, if you watch, um, uh, they have like that app Pluto TV. They have all those different like you know dedicated channels. They have like a Fair Factor one, and I asked her if she would ever go on Fair Factor or anything like that. And she said no. I'm like, yeah, Fear Factor, Fear that? Factor, no. no, Naked and Afraid, yes, I'd probably go on Naked and Afraid, but like Fear Factor, <laughs> no way. Like, or what? There's another, there's another one that's like you know where they're like out in the wilderness. I can't remember what. Oh, Survivor, maybe Survivor. that's what it is. Like this yeah. one's called just like Alone. Yeah, Alone. Yeah, that I don't, I don't want to just be alone. No, unless unless you're naked and alone, you know. Um, but no, I, I, escape rooms are not for me. Um, I'm actually a little bit claustrophobic. So if I thought that I was like locked in a room somewhere that would kind of like trip me out a little bit. Tony Barker also says, how long do you think you will be acknowledging our tribal chief as universal champion? Does he surpass Hogan's backland or even Bruno's reign in length? So I kind of got a peek at Sheena's screen. Um, I knew this question was coming. So he's going to pass Pedro Morales here shortly. Pedro Morales was a thousand and twenty seven days and he's gonna pass up one of Bruno's reigns um uh, if he makes it to next WrestleMania because Bruno's his shorter reign, this was his shorter reign, was for one thousand two hundred and thirty seven days. Um if he gets past WrestleMania next year, which you know I don't think it's out of the question. I'd say it's unlikely, but it was unlikely he was going to win this year also. If he wins next WrestleMania He's going to pass Bob Backlund and Hulk Hogan because he'll be about 100. Both of those had reigns. Bob Backlund had it for 1,470 days. Hulkster had it 1,474. So he's going to be about 100 days shy of them at WrestleMania 40 next year. So he could be number two. I don't see any. So there, I'd say he's definitely passing Pedro. Outside chance he passes Bob Backlund and Hulk. No chance he passes Bruno San Martino. Bruno San Martino held the belt for almost nine years. He held it for <laughs> 2,803 days. So think about how big a deal it is. Roman's about to hit a thousand. This dude held it almost three thousand days um, as champ. So you know they're fucking on one if Roman holds it that much. And I love Roman more than anybody. I, I still don't see any chance that happens, man. <laughs> and and Mula has the all time record. She held the belt yeah. for ten thousand one hundred seventy days. If that ever gets broken, we've got some problems. Yeah, I think it was something like twenty seven years or something like that. Mula had the belt, insane. man. It's insane. Yeah, no, I agree with Seth. He he could definitely break those three, but yeah, he's not. There's no way he's holding it that long to break Bruno's record. That can never fall in our lifetime. That's a long time. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't uh, say ne- it can't. Never, never say never. Yeah. Uh, Zach Hertzler, <laughs> iced tea or lemonade? Ooh. Why don't I have both? Just I would go Arnold lemonade, Palmer. but uh, I do enjoy Arthur Palmer mixing both. But if you make me pick lemonade. Yeah, lemonade for me too. Lemonade. Mm. Yeah, lemonade. Yep. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> Why are you laughing? I don't know. There was a uh, 
a stupid rhyme whenever we were kids. milk milk lemonade like, around the corner yes. fudge is made like yeah it just like came to my mind at the most i thought that was just an amy schumer song i didn't know it was an actual like no rhyme. it was no, it was when we were kids growing up it was an actual like playground mm. type situation yeah. where you'd be like milk milk lemonade around the corner fudge is made yeah. so i don't know why it just well, everybody I everybody i thought she just made that up no yes. everybody's saying nope, uh, she stole it like other things that's embarrassing yeah. that i knew exactly what you were thinking you of? did. You read my mind. I'm so glad because I couldn't think of it. I was like, "What? how does it go? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Tony Barker, if you could pick a dark side of the ring subject to be chronicled, Dang. what subject would you pick? I want to know what the what why Shane McMahon disappeared for seven years. Ooh, yeah, that's a good yeah. one. That's a I good wanna one. I want to go just, yeah, basically, yes, you just make it Vince and Shane's relationship. I want to know what's going on. There's definitely something weird going on with Shane. I need We, we need to know, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they've done fabulous Miller, right? We had fabulous yeah, Miller. Okay, I can't remember. Anybody else have any good dark dark side of the ring subjects you want to see? Nope. No, not that I can right. think of anyway. Well, moving on, Zach Hertzler, you're ordering a pizza for dinner. Where are you ordering the pizza from, and what toppings are on it? So if it's like a one of those nights where you're just like, "Fuck it, let's get pizza," I'm going Domino's. If it's like we want to get some good pizza. There's a really good Greek restaurant in our town called Olympic. So I'd probably grab, they got a really mean barbecue, uh, bacon pizza. So mm-hmm. I'd probably do that. But if not, Domino's is quick. It's super easy, right? Like you touch your phone in like four different places and there's a pizza on the way to your house. Yeah. Yeah. What toppings are you getting? Loosh. So Domino's, I like chicken and bacon, man. I think chicken and bacon is a really good combo on pizza and I'm all for it. Yeah. If I'm getting just straight up like, um, you know, commercial pizza, like Domino's, Papa John's, like that kind of, I, I like the, whatever their works is, you know, all meat, all veggies, all the things on there. I want it, meat yeah, lovers. I want it like loaded. No, I want like a. No, she likes Supreme, not like meat Supreme, lovers. She yeah. Like with all pizza. the, with the peppers <laughs> and oh, onions and yeah. black Green olives. Yeah. I mean, I like, I like meat lovers too, but I love like. My parents used the- to get that bullshit when I was a kid. And as a kid, I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you guys? And 20 years later, I see people getting it. And I'm still like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So Why would you ruin the- your pizza by throwing thing- a fucking chopped up salad on top of so it? So here's the thing. I mean, I like pretty much all pizza. I'm not very discriminatory when it comes to pizza. Um, but I do love a good Supreme pizza. But on the other end of the spectrum, I also love if it's really well made, like a, just a simple like margarita pizza that's really mm. well done. Like yeah. that's freaking primo, dude. Like I, I love that too. So, I mean, you know. I don't think you can go wrong with pizza. What's your favorite pizza topping, Marco? Damn, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I like uh, I like buffalo chicken pizza. Yeah, it's good. That's a good one. Uh, buffalo chicken on a on a thin crust is oh, is nice. really is Fantastic. really good. Jordan, um, so if I'm getting uh, a place in town, it's called Paisans. It's definitely me and Ari's favorite pizza. It's like kind of New York style, um, but they have a pizza. It's fiery chicken, cream cheese, and pepperoni. P- on the pizza and it's phenomenal it's just i mean it's it's a uh, it sounds weird but it's really good so i'd definitely go with that or if i'm ordering from anywhere all meat is just an easy go-to jordan loves we all love meat. The meat. <laughs> meat lover. we have the meat well, yeah i mean like like Seth said why the fuck do you want to put a salad on this just fucking throw the meat at me <laughs> that's, that's what she said. Put that audio uh, up. <laughs> TNT Tyson El Trevino. What submission move? So he, I think he had some um, some uh, autocorrects here. So I'm assuming he's meaning what submission move would you instantly tap out to? The hickory nut cruncher. <laughs> hickory <laughs> what nut crunch. the fuck? 
Oh man, right. freaking Jag Clampett over here. Um, Jordan. I don't know anything like uh sharpshooter or anything like that. I think I'd probably die of pain. And figure, yeah, figure four always hurts, dude. That's- sharpshooter, dude. The, the shoot most painful wrestling move is the fucking camel clutch, the Steiner recliner, whatever you want to, the yeah. accolade if you're talking Rusev. Yeah. Man, me and, uh, when me and my brother, I've mentioned this before on the show, I think, but when me and my brother would wrestle as kids, that was the one hold that, like, you don't fucking Off do that. Limits. Yeah, it, it hurts so fucking bad, man. Marco? I'm going to go ankle lock. Just the fear of your ankle snapping in a different direction <laughs> is, uh, yeah. is frightening as hell, so I'm going to go with that. <laughs> All right, Brett Sharo again says, I think I remember Jordan saying he was an MCU fan. Maybe I'm misremembering. Anyways, I'm a huge MCU fan and can't wait for the new Guardians movie this weekend. What other movie franchises are your guys' favorites? Oh, yeah, we get, so we, our, we got tickets bought for Friday night. We're going to see Guardians Friday night. Like, <laughs> I'm nice. all in on MCU. Like this is This is where I'm at. But, I mean... Other franchises, I like some of the DC movies. I mean, they don't really deliver all the time, but the Batman movies do. And then um, I like John Wick a lot, man. I was about to say that. Those movies are awesome. So good. I don't really, I'm not a big franchise movie guy. I prefer, I prefer like watching more like quirky one-offs and stuff. Same. I'm almost okay, but I if I had to pick one that really had an impact on me, and this is oh, embarrassing to admit because oh, it's like no. you know teen fiction is uh, the Hunger Games. I freaking oh, that's love not, the that's hun- pick. That's I love not, yeah, the Hunger Games bad. movies. I thought uh, you were throwing out Twilight or something. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, you. no, my sister was a huge Twilight, uh, mm. a huge Twilight buff. Um, but no, the Hunger Games, um, obviously, you know. As usual, the books are better than the movies, but... Yeah, I, if you twist I, them arm, I'd say Harry Potter, too. I really like the Harry yeah, Potter yeah. movies, even though the books are miles better. Yeah, Harry Potter's a... Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know why I didn't think of Harry Potter. Harry Potter's a good... Star Wars. Too, we so. all like Star Wars movies. Like We yeah. all like Star Wars movies. If you don't yeah. like Star Wars movies, what is wrong with you? Grow up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> grow up. Yeah, good... Especially all good the original one, man. The New Hope. I think that's legit. Like, one of, like, the... Eight or nine best movies. Ever Empire made. Strikes Back, New Hope. Those movies are all bangers. Yeah. Uh, Zach Hertzler, what are, are you all booking all in at Wembley Stadium? What's your main event? So it's I'm getting the same vibes as uh, as like Backlash or like one of the Saudi shows. I think this is going to be kind of like a, some some sort of like a glorified house show, but a, a little bit more than that. But it's going to have that kind of vibe, like an exhibition type event, because we got all out the week after. Assuming CM Punk's really coming back, if I'm Tony Khan, I'm booking CM Punk and FTR against the Elite. Hey, that's what Brett said. Brett Sharo commented on below, and he said yeah. CM Punk and FTR yeah, versus Yeah, Elite. I'm not. I, you know, I don't think I don't think I'm being super creative on this pick, but I booked that at All In, and then knowing you got All Out the very next week, um, that's kind of like your appetizer, and then you could have All Out FTR and Young Bucks for the tag belts, and you could have. Uh, Kenny and CM Punk for, you know, make it number one contender match if you want to throw some stakes on Have they 100% confirmed all out for the next weekend yet? I mean, it's been Labor Day weekend every single year. But it's not confirmed anywhere that they're actually doing it. Yeah, they they could shift it. I feel like they'd be a mistake, though. I feel like, you know, if it's one thing that's got some prestige for them, we know we're getting double or nothing on Memorial Day weekend and uh, and all out. I I really feel like you got to make all in special, man, especially if they're going to sell as many tickets as it sounds like they're going to sell. I just 
I, I really feel like you're devaluing that event. What are they projected to sell? Well, the thing about all in, so um, not this is all just you know kind of educated speculation, but it's never it, you know on the same token that all out hasn't been confirmed for that week after all in hasn't been confirmed for pay-per-view. And I think a lot of people are thinking that with this new, um, you know, HBO max is getting rebranded as like an all in like Warner discovery streaming platform. They're thinking that this event is going to stream on that platform as a way to draw eyes there. And then, you know, maybe that's where the AEW library goes to live. You know, that'd be a really cool thing for wrestling fans. Um, you know, specifically AEW fans, if we had a way to go back and relive some of these old events. So, I could see this being the streamer, dude. And like I said, man, it could still be special if it's their first ever, you know, event on, I think Max is the name of the new yeah. streaming service. Yeah. It's their first ever live stream event like that. And then roll right into a big pay-per-view the week after. I think you could kind of have best of both worlds because you could get a bunch of people subscribing to this new service and then just use it as like a really just like a, a pre-show on steroids almost for the pay-per-view the next week. You don't, I mean, you don't think it'd be special if it was CM Punk and FTR against the elite in the main event? Oh no, no, no. hundred percent. If they do that, that, that show is going to be massive. Um, Sheena asked like what kind of ticket sales they're projecting. They sold 36,000 tickets in the pre-show today or pre-sale That's today. Huge. And that was all that was for sale. So they sold every pre-sale ticket today. Yeah, they've already almost doubled their biggest attendance ever without uh, not a single match has been announced yeah. yet. So, so wow. a huge win for AEW specifically and just the whole wrestling biz uh, yeah, you know, awesome. collectively. That crowd's going to be insane. Yeah. All right. That wrap, wraps up listener mail. Good Thanks, job, everybody, for buddy. all the awesome questions. As always, good job, Sheena, kind of steering the train. Uh, remind the listeners where they wow. can find you on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Chick Foley, Marco running the Twitter machine at Chick Foley Show. Join our Foley fam on Facebook at chickfoley.com. And you can find the links to all of our partners there as well. And then follow all of our Pod Foundation brothers at Pod Foundation on Instagram. We want to remind you guys use code Chick Foley to save 10% at Ringside Collectibles. And now it's time for trivia. Jordan's freaking knees weak. Arms no, are I heavy already right lost now. last week, dude. I, I got mine I thought wrong. You got it right. I thought you got it no. with Ray Combs. No, no I thought that was yeah, the, that was the first right. week. No, no, no. That was the first week. Uh, last week when we did our draft, I got it wrong. Uh, what was your question? Was I don't question? remember, I but I got I 100% got it wrong. I'm telling you. The, the Ray I Combs. thought you got it right. right. No, I didn't. No, it was Ray Combs, bro. No, it wasn't. I'm telling you. I remember Jordan getting it right. Sheena, what do you remember? I remember Jordan getting it Marco? right. Marco, me too. Yeah. I'm gonna go back. Right. And, I'm gonna go back and you're listen. Going, no, you're I did not. No, three I did not get it right. I'm telling you guys, Jordan. I, I would not lie going, to you guys. No, I'm not. I'm not going to right. listen. Though, listen, I'm gonna put you on the hot seat anyway because I know, I know you got this, Jordan. No, it okay? doesn't feel right. I did not get the last one right. I'm telling you guys, I got it wrong. I'm I telling you, I got, got it wrong. Right, I got yeah. the last well, one wrong. Question. Question. The, the Ray Combs one was on the Only Figs episode. I'm telling you. All right. Hit up Marco then. All right. Well, Jordan, Marco. You pussy. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get it wrong. <laughs> no. If you, if you get this wrong, then you haven't been, then you need to check your hearing because uh, this is a, uh, this is a freaking softball right here. Okay. Oh boy. All right. Your question is the wrestler who won. The 1992 Royal Rumble. Oh, topical. Was. Oh, man. Oh, geez. That's a hard one. Yeah. Uh, was it uh, the Nature Boy? 
Ding, ding, ding. ding what ding, a ding, softball. Ding, ding. Jordan, you can have three straight right I'm now. Not a three straight. I'm telling you, I got the one last episode wrong. I'm telling you. I, I don't want this to be a tainted record. So I'm, I'm not, <laughs> yeah, I'm not taking, our, I'm not taking a third straight. I, I'm telling you, I I'm got gonna, the last uh, one wrong. I'm going to go back and listen right after this, man. I do not. I In my mind, I was like 100% confident that she had a streak going. Yep. All right, we are. It's now time to wrap it up. We're going to hit our second ever AI generated wrestler haiku. <laughs> For this one, we're going back to the WrestleMania 2 main event with King Kong Bundy. Giant in the ring. King Kong Bundy towers. Strength unmatched. Roars. Nice. Didn't we do King Kong Bundy at the end of the last episode, too? No, we did no, Big we John did, Stud. Yeah, Big oh. John Stud. Yeah. Yeah. S- same difference. You're getting, you're getting your giant white guys mixed up, dude. <laughs> yeah. All right, Sheena, hit us with some closing thoughts before we get out of here. All right, circling back to motivation, my closing thoughts for this show is don't live for the weekend.